Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to warn you that in this episode, we talk about sexual assault, sexual assault of minors, suicide, and heavy drug use. So if any of those things would make this a tough listen for you, skip this episode and I'll see you next time. Later. Welcome to another episode of Bipumpkin. Uh, you know that right now we are doing uh, lots of bonus episodes on the main feed as well as the Patreon. By the way, you should be a member of Patreon. It's at patreon.com backslash Bipumpkin. This week I did an episode, a sponsored episode where we talked about Acrimony, that horrible, horrible Tyler Perry movie. I know you're like, which one? The one called Acrimony, that one. With, Ty- with Taraji P. Henson in it. I had a lovely time just explaining that episode for two and a half hours. So if you are not a member of Patreon, you should go and check it out. Um, But today, I've been doing so many sponsored episodes, but today is not a sponsored episode. Today is an episode that I wanted to do on when the Braxtons went on Ayala Fixed My Life. And some of you are going to be like, who the fuck are the Braxtons? Okay, listen, listen. We'll get into it. But here's the thing. You listen to this podcast because you like how I talk about things. Lots of people talk about um, old reality TV shows. Lots of people get on here and complain about whatever HBO show they're watching. Lots of people get on here and talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. But you like the way I talk about things. And so sometimes you gotta trust me. Sometimes you gotta believe that I know what's fun to talk about, okay? Plenty of times I've queued up an episode of Liz talking about some YouTuber who I don't know who the fuck that is, no clue whatsoever, but I press play and I have a good fucking time. Plenty of times Kara is talking about some pop star, pop internet drama with, that somehow Dumois is involved in. And also there was an Instagram live. And I don't know who the fuck she talking about when we start. But I promise you, I hit play and I have a really fucking good time. And you already did the for hard part. You hit play. And now just sit back and listen to me and Nadia talk about when... The Black Kardashians, which is a horrible name people call these people, and they should not, and they, there's there's literally nothing. There's nothing going on except their sisters on a TV show. Went on spiritual life coach Ayanla Van Zant show and what we got out of it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Later. Hey, Nadia. Hey, princess. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for volunteering because I literally like, okay, so listen, here's the deal. I'm gonna, I'm talking, the Braxton's are people that most of the people that listen to this podcast do not like know a lot about them. Maybe they know right. who Tony Braxton is, but they didn't watch WeTV. And no. so like, I wanted to talk about it with someone who has love for the, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like when Tracy died, was like, oh damn, Tracy died like that. Why would you bring that up, princess? <laughs> because I was thinking about it the whole fucking time. <laughs> I was thinking about the whole. I was like, damn. First, her Instagram, her Twitter got hacked, and they were 
well, I don't know if it got hacked, but whoever was tweeting was tweeting about who killed Biggie and Tupac, and and that was very specific. I was like, damn, an old person got your fucking because <laughs> <laughs> nobody young cares. It might and, be Tracy. It might it have might, been her. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it might have been Tracy. It might have been her. Um, so and so I want to do it with someone who like knows these ladies, understands these ladies, and so. You volunteered. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience with the Braxtons? Well, so the Braxton I knew first was Toni Braxton. Of course. I think her album may have came out, her first album, maybe when I was born. So I've basically been listening to her since I was a child. Like my parents had the Toni Braxton CD. Uh, I always loved Toni Braxton. My grandpa, he's passed away now, but he had like, like a, his celebrity crush was Tony Braxton. Oh, so that was a joke in our family. So I've always loved Tony Braxton. Um, and then when it came on WeTV, I don't remember how old I was, but I probably was either in college or out of college, but I was living at home with my mom. And it was something that we would watch together. I definitely watched Vince and Tamar. <laughs> Me too. Oh, and it I was watched- Tamar and Vince. Okay. Tamar. So don't even- okay. <laughs> And I definitely watched a couple episodes of Tamar spinoff when she was dated that dating that weird guy. Oh, that one she said don't watch because she had she just had a suicide attempt. And yes. I had atten- I had intended not to watch it, right? Because I was like, okay, well, um, cause she was saying that the reason she had um, you know, attempted uh to complete suicide was that uh the show. And then the couple episodes came out and I watched it because people were reviewing it and they were like, no, it's this dude. Like this dude is, is her actual thing. And so I had to watch it. And I think that's, I, you know, I think that dude was terrible for, I think he's, she's, is he still around? Well, so the last thing I heard, and this is, I heard this on a podcast that he said something about Tony Braxton's kids. Oh my goodness. Which if people don't know Tony Braxton, has a son that has autism. So that's the only thing I could think of. He would maybe say something like that. And so Tony Braxton cussed him out on Twitter, but Tamar was defending him. So of course, of course, Tamar Um, doesn't make, none of the Braxton women make good decisions. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. The reason I was even thinking about doing this, this is one of the only not sponsored episodes I'm doing in the next couple of months here is because I was talking about Kathy and Cam and Mm -hmm. Kyle on um, Beverly Hills and how people get really, they get in the weeds about what they're, what Kathy, Kim and Kyle are arguing about Mm -hmm. when I know they're arguing about who lost whose barrette from 1972. And then the mom yelled at this one. That's what they're arguing about. This is family shit. Yes. Um, Yes. And that reminded me of the Braxton's because of, all the shit that they argue about, right? A lot of it is some, like, we keep going back to some stuff that happened when Tamar was 14 years old. And this this is quite literally stuff that happened in 1995. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I just don't, and, and I think that's, that's, like, important to understand these family dynamics. We all have families, and some of our families are more healed than others, mm-hmm. but... Uh, my my husband has six sisters. My mm-hmm. mom has six sisters. And let me tell you what, 
they having the same fucking argument <laughs> about who stole whose shoes that one time when they was going to a dance. And I'm like, y'all are in y'all 60s. Y'all ain't been to a dance in many decades. Why do you care? But they're still <laughs> mad about it. Exactly. I, I mean, I don't have sisters, but I have two younger brothers. And I'm still mad that my brother broke my Madeline tea set in 19, in 2000. See? See? It's 22 years later, Nadia. When are you going to let it go? Never. So, Never. Because he shouldn't have broke it. Yeah, he shouldn't have had his hands <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, like, this always intrigues me, these deep, these big family, like, uh, stuff. But um, Tony Braxton, the first time I ever remember, like, hearing Tony Braxton is the Boomerang soundtrack. Because oh. I watched Boomerang and she had Love Should Have Brought You Home last night. <sighs> I and, love that song. Yeah, and Holly Berry, okay, see, <laughs> s- slaps the shit out of Eddie Murphy and says, love, should have brought your ass home last night. And then the song plays. And <laughs> that's the first time I heard her. Um, my parents are only about 20 years older. My dad's 19 years older than me. They mm-hmm. are, so a lot of the music they listen to, I enjoyed. And that's mm-hmm. probably why now I'm like, I'm like really into Mary J. Blige and people are like, girl, how old are you? But that's how I feel. Like I, I yeah, I, I cut that my life album on many a time. Right. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's not, it's not my fault. That's what I grew up on. And so yes. my parents had, um, my parents were young parents. They had uh, decent musical taste, but they really were an R&B and Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. I remember that first album. I remember how she sings. Lo- she's got a low voice. So she's so different. Yes. From my, I think Mariah Carey obviously was already dominating. Um, and here comes Tony with like no should approach. <laughs> She's yeah, like the way you can't understand anything Tony Braxton says. Word. <laughs> and I don't know if white people know Tony Braxton, but her song "He Wasn't Man Enough for Me" is the sample on that Burna song. Yes. Okay. White people do know Tony Braxton because they know Unbreak My Heart. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. I was going to say they either know that or Heartbreak Hotel. Wasn't she on Heartbreak Hotel? No, that was Whitney and Kelly Price and Faith Evans. Faith Evans married Stevie from Love and Hip Hop. I mean, I know he's a very, he's been, you know, he's been producing for a very long time. Okay. But I cannot believe she married that man. Faith Evans she has flop tendencies faith evans first baby daddy she found out after she got pregnant he was 15 you know what that doesn't surprise me because faith she can wear the furs and she can be first lady but she's very like bird adjacent absolutely like he (laughs) was working he was managing her he was 15 <laughs> he was mad. and she's like, "Well, that's when I." Found. I'm like, "Girl, I would, I would never, never tell nobody." That. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in the '90s, baby. You don't even tell nobody. I would that. never, never tell anybody that enough, story. You know, you you set up in the bed with Biggie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's not get in the faith. We'll talk about faith when one day we go back and do R&B divas. Okay, that's what we'll talk yes. about. Faith. What like, all the interstitials was them like riffing. Yes, <laughs> but listen, they had some powerhouses on that show. Like they, they really did. Like 
uh, I'll also say that sometimes I wish that show never happened because a lot of them I don't like no fucking more because Nikki Gilbert. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nikki Gilbert Kelly Price got a nasty fucking attitude. She was on the Hollywood one. She has a nasty, nasty attitude. And Kiki White, I had no idea she was just fucking goofy and dumb. She she's she has Tamar energy. Word. Word. <laughs> Word. Okay. Okay. So like um when the Braxton show came on, listen, I was already a Wee TV uh aficionado. Mm -hmm. You know, I watched Mary Mary. I, I Me too. <laughs> did you ever see the Mary Mary when they go to Israel? No. What did it <laughs> What kind of they almost get murdered. Like, <laughs> can we talk about the fact that Mary Mary was? I think it was on for five or six seasons. It was on. It, yeah. it had some seasons, and that the entire time the villain of the show was a white man named Mitch that sometimes managed them, but was very effeminate. Was also married, and yes. they would. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he manages you. You guys bring him back every season to have a fight with him in an open space or so Warren can show up and threaten him. That's what y'all do every fucking season. Erica and Tina were the villains of that show. Fucking, you know, Tina was the fucking villain of that fucking show. They went to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's in Israel, I think. Forgive me if I say these things wrong. I have a... I went to Girl, I wouldn't know. So go ahead. I'm not going <laughs> to... Hello? What happened? Hello? Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. They okay. wanted to go. They wanted to go to the exact place. I'm putting this in air quotes because how would they know that Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist in the Bible? Well, and the tour guide was like, we can't go there. That's like an active war zone. And what did <laughs> and they Tina, say? Tina was like, we've been praying on it. And we're going, and we're going by faith. And that, and the the poor two guy was like, "Okay, Tina, <laughs> like, you may be like it's a very dangerous area. You don't want to go there." Yeah, that sounds like Tina. Tina's the one that whose husband who did say two words for five seasons, and suddenly yeah. we find out he's been out here spreading it low and laying it wide. I don't yes, just, I was like, damn, he's been yes. out like. And then she's the one that shot at him. This wasn't on the show, but they have to talk about it afterwards. She shot a gun at him in a garage. She was trying to shoot his car. And I remember the time being like, you were one big fucking fool. Because all it takes is for that shit to ricochet and hit somebody. Like, you're in fucking prison. Well, that's why their music sounds like they're about to battle rap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do like take take the shackles off my feet so I can I do love that song. Okay. Yes. I'm not religious at all. I didn't really grow up religious. I know that your mother is very saved because I saw you tweet about that one time. Yes. Okay. So one of the but one of the things my agnostic ass can't let go of is music like Kurt Franklin. Okay. Because yes. Why did Stomp come on the other day and I had to take a, a breather? Because I was like, I want to dance. <laughs> Princess, I was in the praise dance team as a child and we did a dance to Kirk Franklin's Our God is an Awesome God. <laughs> I bet you still know the, the steps, don't you? 
Yes. It involved <laughs> a lot of sign language and miming. Of course it did. <laughs> of course it did. Oh, when those praise dancers, they are essentially miming out the song every single time. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But Warren's music for Erica is a lot like that, you know. So this is how I got into the Mary Mary show. But yeah, they had a lot. So I was so when the Braxton show up on We TV, I was like, oh, I know We. I've been around a block with them. And I did not, I couldn't have named her sisters, but I did remember that they had a song. And I couldn't tell you the name of the song. I couldn't tell you shit, but I remember I was like, yeah, the Braxton's did have one song, didn't they? Shit. And that's all I remember. So Tracy was new to me. Um, knowing their names, Tawana, Trina, and uh, Tamar were new to me. I remember when this show came on, because Tamar shows up on this show with, that's the bomb.com. You know what? She's wrong.org. Remember <laughs> she used to do that? And, she, and her weave would like swing around and she would point her finger and her jewelry would like bounce like she was like what is going on i honestly think she has some mental health issues because she bounced well i know she does because she's talked about them but the way she bounces when she's talking and the way she's like makes those faces at you and i but i remember her being like everyone being like this is the funniest shit i've ever seen in my life and suddenly everybody was dot com dot org dot net <laughs> yes yeah, she she brought a lot to colloquialisms people leave tamar out of it but yeah i mean listen tamar is very funny to me <laughs> right she's she's fucking funny she was on what was that show she was on the real the real mm-hmm. every now and then i think about when chris brown called her a muppet and oh she turns to tamara and she goes do i look like a muppet and Tamara just like moves her hair out of her face and just looks at her. Because Tamara is many things, but I don't think she's a liar. And I don't think she <laughs> She said, I'm not going to answer that, but I will move your hair out of your face. She does like a Muppet. And the reason she likes a Muppet, like a Muppet is because of it's these, it's her weaves, right? It's the weaves and wigs. Yes. And then her nose job, obviously. Her nose job is horrible. Gosh, it's... It, it, I think she's had more than one, obviously. And I think she yes. just had one too many. You know what it looks like when they've when someone's had one too many nose jobs. Yes. So it's I'm not saying she's not beautiful. The whole time I was watching these two episodes we did, um, she she needed to shave her head. I believe like any black woman who has to wear wigs all the time mm-hmm. needs to needs to needs to get a fade because yeah. it's gonna fuck up your hair. And she looks fucking amazing. She looked great with that hair. So fucking beautiful. Yes. I, like I and Tim, Tamar is obviously, I won't say she's the most beautiful because Tony is a very beautiful person, but Tamar right. is very good looking. And Tamar, I think Tamar is the most talented of the sisters singing. Who do you think is most talented? Outside of Tony or including Tony? Including Tony. I'm not gonna go. You know what? <sighs> Tony has obviously had the better career. Sure. But I have listened to watch them. I have just seen Tamar just flat out sing. And yeah, yeah she probably can beat Tony vocally. Yeah. Like when they've done things together, she usually leads the songs. Yeah. I mean, she just, she tells that story about Whitney 
you know, Whitney love Whitney love the younger generation. She would on the first episode of Being Bobby Brown, Whitney shows up with a Beyonce T-shirt straight from the fucking sh- for the concert, and so uh, she she goes up to Tamar and after seeing them sing and points her out and says, "You, I heard you," and just like telling her all these special things about herself. Um, somebody has said, "I believe Whitney's gone too soon." I was like, "You think?" She had a fucking bathtub over. Do you think she got too soon? You think that was the way she here? <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like I I feel like she and I don't want to talk about Nicki Minaj, but I'm about to. The way Nicki Minaj responds to young up and comers is the exact opposite way how yes. Whitney responds. Whitney yes. was was so welcoming and willing to talk and did you, did you remember when the recently the 20th, I think it's the 30th or 20th uh, anniversary of that Black Cinderella, remember, with Brandy? Yes, yes. Okay. And there's all this backstage footage of Whitney being like, why are you down there? When you should I love that. Why are you down there? <laughs> and it's because Whitney really loves music and she loves to sing and she loves to arrange and she loves, that's the love of it. And yes. so she loves people who can do it with her. And mm-hmm. so- when she sees someone who is like giving it, she was never like, oh my God, what am I going to do? She was always like, I want to get up there and take my non-dancing ass up there with them. Yes. <laughs> and so like Whitney, like pointing you out somewhere after seeing you sing and and like bl- basically blessing words on you. I like Tame, I would never fucking forget that. There, You could yeah. talk to me after that. Yes. And yeah. Tamar, she used to be married to this man named Vince. And I think he managed Lady Gaga in her early days. Yes, he managed Lady Gaga. And And that's why he had so much money. Yes, and Tamar is on the backing vocals of some of those songs. She is. Mm -hmm. I think she's on Born This Way, if you listen. Yeah, Tamar has a a great voice. I actually was really happy when the Braxton's, when it first came out and then, you know, Tamar kind of took off because everyone thought she was their favorite sister. And... Listen, Tamar is absolutely my favorite as long as I ain't got to be there. As long as I can turn this shit off. Because in real life, Tamar would get on my fucking nerves. If she was my sister during that, I probably would have strangled her in that meeting. In yeah. that thing. I could not, I could not take that. And imagine you've been doing that because these women are in their 40. Like Tamar's yeah. 40. She's the youngest. Yeah, and- they've been doing this for years. Yeah, for years and years and years and years. And so when ta- when the first uh, season of Braxton's came, it took off. And Tamar got the opportunity. It was like her third record deal. I think so. I know she had one when she was really young. Yeah, she had one with her sisters and she had a solo. Yes. And then this is her third one. And so I was really happy because some of her stuff is really good. The Prettiest Girl is... I love singing with that song. Um... There's another one that's basic that's got like a sample on it where she's very pregnant in the video. And I, I think yeah. that one's good. Like she does very like adult contemporary RB. Yes. And although she really wanted to be, she wanted to be, she thought she was Sasha Fierce. Okay. Yes. But yes. she was not. Okay. No, she no. Yeah. So she wanted to do like uh ratchet music and stuff like that. And Vince would be like, no, you can't. That's not gonna that. <laughs> and she'd be like, why can't I? Why can't I? And I and her and Vince, so the thing is, when the show came on, her and Vince were supposed to be 
the couple. She was oh, spoiled. Yeah. No one believed she loved him because he was very, he's a large man, guys. Very big. And he's just kind of like, I don't want to say he's mean, but he always seemed aggravated with Tamar. Yes, he seemed aggravated. Like he was over her shit all the time. And then yeah. she would be like, he's not listening. He's And so the truth is we never saw them lovey-dovey and because he's a bigger person and had money people would always just say like she she just went him for money yeah but i do remember there was a season before they got divorced where vince got really sick and tamar yeah. was like in distress yeah like she was running around like a crazy person that was like three seasons before they got divorced because what happened is he was in new york and he had to stay in new york in the hospital right so she can't go home she has to stay with him because it happened there and afterwards, she remember she's anti dog and anti kids. She let mm -hmm. him get that fucking dog named Miracle. She <laughs> hated. <laughs> and then she had, uh, is his name Vince Junior? What's that kid? Logan. His name is Logan. Logan, yes. But he should be Vince Junior. He looks just like fucking Vince. He looks exactly like Vince. Yeah. It's like he couldn't deny that baby if he tried. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the reason she decided to have Logan is because. Yeah, she was distraught. She, I actually think she really loved Vince. Yeah, me too. Um, I also think Vince beat her up a couple times. Apparently, yes, I think he like broke her pinky or something. Yeah. Um, and I guess it, it's really tough for the sisters because in the first season of the Braxtons, we see them like they're out. I don't know. Bahamas or something because Tony makes her money d doing stuff like that uh, uh, performing places like that uh, yes and the also Tony is like always broke or in debt I okay so this Tony's been bankrupt twice right yes, yes. the first time it's because I watched her behind the music she says it's because people were stealing money from her okay and this is when Oprah took her on the show and was like, you have Versace plates or some shit like that. Yeah, I, don't have like, I don't even eat off of that. She, yeah. She ate them up that day. Yeah. <laughs> she ate them up. And then the second time is right after she got diagnosed with lupus. Mm -hmm. Because remember, she was self-funding her tour. Yep. She got diagnosed with lupus, couldn't perform, and then insurance would not pay. Because they said that like, she lied about it or something like that. And so she went bankrupt from the bills from that. And I'm like, Tony, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the first time that I remember they're in the, they're in the Bahamas, Tony's doing her performing thing. Cause that's how she makes her money. And all the ladies, except for Tracy are backup singers for Tony. Remember this? Yes. They would do the man enough, that little shimmy, you know? What I'm yes. About? And Tamar would be like, I don't want to do a wop bop, do bop, wop, bamboo. Yes. I'm not doing no <laughs> This is not my life. This is not what I mean. You're being paid. Just go. Like, yeah. What else do you have to do? Exactly. Sing background to breathe again. Like, <laughs> yes. She and Tracy was so jealous. Tracy was just like, why can't I be a do wop, pop, pop girl? And they were like, because <laughs> you can't. And so, and so. <laughs> And so, but they're all sitting around this table and Tamar is, Tamar loves to talk about other people's relationships. Oh my God. I know what you're about to talk about. I love this scene. And, and she talks about how <laughs> my man, my man isn't like this. It's very different. Like it's a whole, but 
the girls' mouths are all balled up because they're like, yeah, there's never been a good man in the Braxton's family. And Vince no. is going to be, like, they know what Vince is like. Right. And Tamar came on this show, like, kind of fronting and stunting. And Vince was a, uh, Vince was an executive producer on this show. Mm-hmm. He was managing Tony at the time. Yes. And they were doing a spinoff to their own show. And so the girls are all very angry because she's basically pointing out everything that's wrong with all of their men. And she's yes. acting as if she and Vince don't have any issues. Meanwhile, we found out later, Vince is like roughing her up and shit and mm-hmm. biting her. And they're just all sitting there. I, I couldn't have been quiet, Naughty. I couldn't have been. I'm no. going like, what about that? She's going like... He's going like your husband is a cheater. Yes. This one doing online gambling. Like that was Gabe. <laughs> Gabe showing his penis online. Oh my god, rest in peace, Gabe. Did he die? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, you didn't know Gabe. Died. Oh my god. I had to go. What did what did he die of? No, that's right, because Trina was on um shit. He Trina was on uh Ayana. Ayana right before he died, I think. She was taking yes, care of him. him and the heart, their son. It was Oh my goodness. Oh, and then Trina cheated on him. Well, they didn't cheat on him. She didn't cheat on him. She didn't cheat on him. They was they was fucking broken up. Cause she had an oral transaction. Remember? Yes. Basically, somebody nutted in her mouth, like one of her bandmates. And she's like walking around talking about this oral transaction for two seasons. I'm like yes. Trina. And her fake Canadian accent. Oh, it's not Canadian. Her accent is Baltimore. And what kills me is they are from Maryland, right? Yes. Well, she ain't from fucking Baltimore. I want to know why why she talks like that. It makes me scream every time. I know. She talks so different. He died in 2018 of um, cancer. Damn, man. Damn. Happy to Gabe. Yeah, and but the thing is, Gabe was a fucking loser. And the yes. reason Trina... <laughs> R.I.P. Gabe, but he was a loser. And the reason Trina was with that man, because he was cheap. He went, he made good money in IT, but wouldn't pay for shit. Yes, okay? and he had that long hair. He had that long hair. He bought her a fake ring when he tried to repropose to her. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, Trina has this obsession. Trina has a lot of internalized racism, okay? Yeah, because Gabe is is he white? He's uh, I mean, he's a white Latino. <laughs> okay. Uh, but she really wants to be anything but black with anybody but black. That's what it, they call they call her the uh, the alternative girl, the party girl. And I'm not sure that's necessarily true. I think she drinks a lot, but um, yeah. she part of her being with Gabe is that he had straight hair. <laughs> that's yes, part of why she wanted to be with him. Oh, fuck, he died. Ugh. I feel like I knew that, but now it's just coming back to me. Damn, Braxton's... But but Big Braxton's still alive, huh? He's still running around here. Okay, yes. cool. Cool. Oh, but also let's note that they also have a brother that yeah, is Michael. never brought up. Oh, <laughs> you never... Like, even in this episode, so we saw a picture of when they were younger, and I had to pause it, because I was like, I know that's Michael. It took me so long to realize that lady up front was Miss E. How was that? all look different miss e has had a lot of work on her fucking face miss miss e she's like wearing a mask like she's hiding her face with the bang like she's looking a lot like the cat lady yeah she's that old picture like uh like obviously the girls all look exactly like themselves their little faces right there right Uh, 
all of them. But I was like, they got another sister. And I was sitting there and sitting there and I was like, God damn it, Prince, that's their mama. It's like, that don't look nothing like her. Nothing. No. No. And I will give her this. She wasn't wearing blonde hair then. And she's been wearing blonde hair since she since I've seen her on TV. So maybe that's she's, part of it. She's got a little bit of the Giselle disease. <sighs> if Giselle, Giselle and Karen out, disease. If Giselle came out here with something other than that, is that like a honey blonde, right? I, I, it's like, I know exactly what she does when she goes to the hair salon. Yeah. But, like she gets a rinse. Like I just, <laughs> I, just I just know she's been doing that since 1985. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is, is that like the show's on for a while. And before, so the, the two episodes we talked about were the ones where they went on Ayanla fixed my life. Yes. How do you feel about Ayanla? Cause she's a okay. divisive character. Ayanna is one of the best comedians I've ever. <laughs> Remember that episode where she had that boy, that man who had on them kids, and she kept making him try to hold on them baby. Yeah, that, that was so funny. Yeah, so Alana, I started watching. I heard of her, so she was an Oprah mm-hmm. person, and she's like a. She calls herself a cultural custodian, <laughs> which is what I want on my tombstone when I die. Um, but she's like kind of a spiritual kind of older life black coach. woman, life coach. But she has this spiritual side of like, I wrap my hair up. But mm-hmm. she also has this like black auntie yeah. that just bursts out. Yeah. So I watch, I've seen like basically almost every episode of Ayana Fix My Life. Me too. Because every now and then she says something where I'm like, okay, but she's not really a therapist because she gets angry at the people that she's helping you so you're touching right on this like i love watching this show yes i take it with a grain of salt every it's now and then yes every now and then she says something I'm like damn you're right girl you are fucking right and, but i don't know every now and then i'm on instagram somebody puts up one of them quote posts that i'm like damn that's deep <laughs> that's exactly how i feel yes. about her now i read her first book not too long ago. Okay. And this, let me tell you what, this woman has been a lawyer. She has been a spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. She has had many children by many different men. Mm-hmm. Um, she deals, she details at least three abortions where the first one she came in, she was like um, single. And the second time she comes to get an abortion, she's like, I was so excited because I was married this time. So I'm writing down, yep, I'm here, I'm married. And the lady go, looks up, she's, she, she said she was so excited to be able to write down married. And the lady looks up and goes, well, where is he? And I yell at her to be like, well, damn, she got me. He <laughs> she did. <laughs> he ain't fucking here. Um, she has like, she's just been through it all. Yeah. She... When she talks about the beginning of the show, when she says, I had my dream, blah, 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 blah. She's talking about after she got yeah. on Oprah, she had this beautiful dream home. Her, her, one of her sons was a, a drug addict. He had died. Her daughter died of cancer. Yes. Um, and she was with her dream man. They got married in one of those pseudo African uh, ceremonies. Yes. Uh, and they broke, like, they broke up over something. The last time, the last fight they had, she says, I don't know if this is true. Because I also, I don't think she's a reliable narrator all the time. To be no, clear. no, no. 
the last time they fought is because he had taken her grandson to a person. No, they had this beautiful sauna in this beautiful house they built. And her grandson was in the sauna. He was in the sauna. And one of their friends came over and he was in the sauna. And the friend was HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And they had a blowout fight because she was saying that he had put the grandson at risk of, of getting HIV. I don't. She doesn't know how HIV works. Yeah. And she said it's because they were in the sauna or something. I was like, I don't know. But this is what your marriage broke up over? I would have been like, why is my grandson in a sauna with a grown man? (laughs) Like, that's what I would have said. Children don't belong in saunas. They don't belong in saunas, and children should be fully dressed around (laughs) family friends. I'm just, that's how I feel. Yeah. So that's a question I would have asked. But I was like, this is what, so he left her. All kinds of things happen. Um, And so when when she's on these shows sometimes, and she's down in the mud with people, I actually believe her because she, she she came up out the mud. Like yes. she talks about her kid, her her growing up. Like she's been through every fucking thing. She's, yes, she, she uh, has a story. Like she's got like Maya Angelou vibes and like Oprah. Yes. And those who have those sad stories, Maya but Angelou she's also everything. <laughs> a little Tokyo Tony, you know, like she can. She you can said, get with you. You, you know said, what I mean? She's not. Because let me tell you what. Ayala will fight you. She got hands. Okay? Yes. And don't don't be fooled by the fact that she is wearing the tightest, strongest undergarments on earth. You, yes. Because she is, she is snatched up in... I don't know what she got on, but it's steel. It's amazing. Yeah. She's sucked in. There have been times people came at her during the show and... I just say don't test, don't test her gangster. Okay, don't test it because she. No. I fully believe she will fuck you up. She's definitely slapped people in the face before. Yeah, she <laughs> fought on the street and lost her shoes. Absolutely. And I'm just like, don't. I'm. You know, I was talking about this because my kids have a bus driver. They have two bus drivers, and the bus driver in the morning. I don't know her name, but I know her name is something like, I don't know, Miss Gladys or something. And <laughs> she got a hard rap, and she mm-hmm. got two gold teeth. And my husband was like, you think the kids are going to be good? I said, they're going to be good or else? Because that bitch don't play. I tell you right now, she does not play. And they need to learn a lesson. Don't be fucked. You need to look at people. Because look at her. She's like, she fight, right? Leave her fuck alone. Yeah, don't mess with her. Yeah, she'll fight you and then go pick up her granddaughter and take her like that. (laughs) She ain't got no fucking, like, don't fuck with someone. And that's how I feel about Ayala. I feel like regardless of how she comes, she shows up like, church lady elder yeah kind of she lady. always has her hair done her nails done she has a beautiful smile she walks she can't walk in heels just like viola Davis. you see how she walked over to, to shake miss e's hand she was like, <laughs> I, was like oh, I can't girl. even i cannot even make fun of them because i was in daytona beach and i wore the wrong shoes and i was like i'm walking like viola davis and fences and the funny thing about Viola Davis, she knows she can't walk in heels. I I read her audiobook, which is good. Um, it's she's been through some shit, a ton of shit. But yes. I will never say I grew up poor again because this bitch grew up so poor you couldn't get out the bed at night, or the rats will bite you up. Like, I know. So you read it? No, but my mom read it and told me about it. Of course, it was so like she she said she smelled like piss till she was thirteen years old, like. I, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about growing up poor because 
Viola Davis grew up poor in an abandoned building. Yes. A condemned building. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I you reading it, you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a Nintendo. I need to shut up. So. <laughs> <laughs> you had a TV. I had Nintendo. I had cable in my room. I'm, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. There was something in the refrigerator. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But yeah, like, you know, um, I don't know what it is about this woman of a certain age that walk like Viola Doe. I don't walk in heels. I can't walk in heels. So I don't have none. So I walk, I can't walk in heels, but I do wear them. And that's how I walk. <laughs> and it's very comforting to me to see an older black woman walk like that. Because that's not by, I didn't ever met her, but that's allegedly how my great grandmother walked. Oh. <laughs> her name was Gussie Mae. Gussie Mae. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. Wow. So I have very warm feelings toward a character like Iana Van Zandt. Yes. <laughs> Even though I think she's bonkers. There's just something about her that I just feel like I know this lady. Well, the fact is, is that remember when she put Karuchi Tran to her mammy titties? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know what? Karuchi Tran's life only got better. Listen. <laughs> hasn't it? <laughs> her life's gotten better. So yes. you know what? I I'm not a big hugger, but if she wanted to put me to her her mammy titties, I'd be like, you know what, go ahead. Cause yeah, I, they heal people, I guess. <laughs> she could stop this rap girl beef in a second. Oh like she could make JT and Cardi B be friends again. Oh my fucking God. I would love for her to get every one of those oh rap girls. God. I'm talking Glorilla. I'm talking <laughs> Lotto. I'm and you know she's not going to call her that. She's going to no, call she's her. Gonna be like, what's your name? Diane? Okay, Diane. What did <laughs> your gonna, mama call you? I'm going to call you what your mama calls you. I'm going to call you what your mama calls you. Ice spice. Like, <laughs> she's going to, I would love her to get them all there in their regular clothes too. So she can comment on their clothes because she's obviously going to. And Maybe yeah, everyone like, take their weave off, their wigs yes. off. Yes. You, you know what we're thinking of? We're thinking of when Hazel E went on the show. Pop my butt. Pop, pop <laughs> my butt. I kind of was like, I was like, I think Dorothy Dandrus might have liked that song. <laughs> she was making her apologize to, to Black women in history. <laughs> writing sexy songs. She's like, apologize to Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman carried a gun and smoked cigars. I don't know if she judged she a lot like that. <laughs> She she makes Megan the Stallion read the words to WAP to Maya Angelou. <laughs> but I do think she would like sew it up right away. And yes. I will say this about the rap girl beefs because they do get on my nerves, you know. You know, I, I like to ride in my minivan listening very loudly to people talking about how uh they just fucked your man and they don't give a fuck. And then, mm -hmm. <laughs> and now mm -hmm. they ran up his credit card. I love writing my video and thinking, reading yes. that shit. But the thing is, is I'm so happy. There's such like a, there's such a, like a variety right now, you know, mm -hmm. you can do, you can, there's somebody for everybody for a long right. time. There really was just one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you won't say her name. I already said it. I'm, I'm now my kids gonna get kidnapped at school. So. <laughs> a 14 year old with a bob and a bang is coming for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And to defend a woman married to a sex offender out here fighting with children half her fucking age. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh my God. Iyala would hate her. So <laughs> 
The no. world might explode if she talked to Nicki Minaj. She she probably would be very angry. Um, there are yes. other times like there are other times on the show where I forget. There's this one episode where she bangs the table. She says, "I'm not gonna fight you for your healing." And yes. <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, girl!" And if you've ever seen the meme, not on my watch. Yeah, not on my that's watch. That's her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, I I should do it on this episode on this on this podcast once. The episode where she meets the man who has like. 37 kids oh my god it is such a funny fucking episode I mean, it's not fucking funny but it is funny and some of them are some of his baby mamas are friends and and she says you let dick get in between your friendship <laughs> and she has all these little black baby dolls yes. and she's handing it to him and he can't hold them and she's and like he's trying to put them down she says, no don't put your babies down <laughs> put your babies <laughs> Like this is not. I repeat, this is not how you do therapy. Yeah, yeah. Your this therapist therapy. should never do that to you. And so she's not a therapist. She's technically she's not a life a coach. She's a co- she's a cultural custodian. Yeah, and so she's not a therapist. So thank God she's not walking around pretending like she has a license because no. I don't think you're allowed to threaten people you're giving therapy to. No, <laughs> I just, you don't have permission to do that to me. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. But I so. The thing about this, about the Braxtons, is this was a sp- like a TV event because there were two episodes on their show about it and mm-hmm. two episodes on Fix My Life about it. Mm-hmm. I could not find the Fix My Life episodes. It's so weird because so I can watch any of them I want to except for that season. That's weird. Right? I was like, Maybe what it's is- a rights issue or something. I'm not sure. So we're watching the Braxtons on their show, Go on Ayanla. I also, yes. for people who don't know, the Braxtons have been on Minty. T.D. Jakes has tried to talk to them. That yes. therapist black lady from Atlanta everybody ever always goes to. Her. Jamal Bryant's sister or the other lady? I think she's Jamal Bryant's sister. <laughs> Thelma. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love these names. When are we going? When are people going to be named Thelma again? Never. <laughs> Nobody's going to be named Gussie May again. No, never again. <laughs> she was the last. Maybe some white person. I mean, I will. Tori named her child Hattie May. And that's my grandma's name. Or oh. Hattie. You know, she named her Hattie because um, she was doing an old old lady name thing. Yeah, she named she her after a old black woman in her seventies from the south. <sighs> Lori's done a lot of shit like that, actually. Remember when she had that Jamaican uh, baby nurse that she used to tote around? <laughs> no, I didn't. She did. And the first couple seasons of her and Dean's show, she had a Jamaican baby nurse. Fuck, I forgot her name. But she used to tote her around. And uh, they used to act they'd be like, she's a part of the family. I'm like, no, she isn't. But okay. <laughs> she hates you. <laughs> she's not. I mean, I hope you're paying her to be on this fucking show. But no, right. she's not a part of your family. And they would just be like, she's like my mom. And Tori would then show pictures of her nanny growing up who I believe was a black woman as well. And I was like, oh, baby. like That's sick. Her nanny didn't love you either. <laughs> like, your mama didn't love you, nor your nanny. 
Yeah, your nanny. Remember that? I don't know if you're a big girl and girls episode. But remember that episode with Blanche and and her and her nanny and turn out her nanny been fucking her mom, her daddy the whole time. I no, I haven't seen that episode. It's a very it's it's a it's it's a black lady that's trying and she's like, you was having sex with my daddy. This is how <laughs> I felt when Tori talked. I was like, you're trying to recreate your childhood with someone you think loved you because your mom doesn't show you love, but. That woman was paid to be there and probably underpaid. Yes. Like very you know, much so. And you probably got on her damn nerves. Yeah. And you probably don't even know where she is because again, you're not family. <laughs> yeah. Where is she? <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know. She just left. So, so I like we're talking about names. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Um, so when the show, so when the show comes on here, um, they act like I saw a preview first, right? Because mm-hmm. they were like, um, Tawanda just goes, you know who might help us? Ayanla. I'm like, guys. <laughs> she says it like she just thought of it. She says it like she just thought of it. She says like they had like Pastor TD Jakes didn't try to save y'all. He, he said it like every two up every two seasons they would have someone do this. Yes. Yeah. They fight all they fight constantly all the time. They're probably fighting right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I cannot imagine, you know, I I don't I don't have a reality TV show with my family. So mm-hmm. obviously I don't know what this is like, but I can't imagine like there are times Tracy wouldn't go on the fucking vacation because she was mad at Tamar. And I'm like, mm-hmm. baby, this is your job. You gotta go. Who cares what fucking Tamar said when she was 14? Tracy is the she she is so upset that she did not get to be in a group that, by the way, did not become successful. They did one album. They do they did redo a redo of uh, Diana Ross's "The Boss" that I fucking love. And every time I put it on, my husband's like, "All right, I guess I go in the other room because <laughs> you do your auntie shit up in here." <laughs> I fucking love princess. It. I'm about to download that as soon as we finish this. Downloading is so <laughs> fucking good, <laughs> and you can hear them harmonize. I was like, "Damn, you guys are you do sing well together?" Actually, yeah, it's like makes you almost cry when they sing together. <laughs> yeah, they're so good at it. But Tracy didn't get to go because Tracy was pregnant. Guys, now keep in mind. Trina had already had her son. But her Trina's oldest son, the one with the, the one with the emo hair that was all he straightens his hair and shit. Yeah, I know. Poor thing. Oh, hope he's Every okay. time he was on camera, I was like, oh no. Dude, oh no, baby. Put the flat iron down. Yeah, in about 15 years, you're gonna be so fucking mad. She let you be on TV looking like this. And so so that one, she'd already had him, and Miss E could watch him. But Tracy had just gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. And apparently, by by that dude that don't nobody like, remember the, the one that dressed everybody. Yes, knew. yes, the internet gambler. Oh, the internet gambler. Also, he's a cheater. I mean, they're all cheater. Cheaters. They're all he had cool. a lot of nerve. He had a lot of fucking nerve. And so Tracy is one of the things she's upset about is that Tamar called her stupid for being pregnant. Keep in mind, Tamar's like a kid, okay, and. The imp- I, I don't know if they've ever actually said this, but I think Tamar told her to get an abortion. <laughs> Can you imagine a 14-year-old Tamar coming up to you? You need to get an abortion.com. Yeah, I heard doing that little, shaking her little neck at you. Planned Parenthood. I don't know if I had Planned Parenthood back then. <laughs> and, 
And, and so, like, I can understand because she did have her son, and she had she went off to do, to be a family. It stayed. She stayed in Maryland. The rest of the family's in Atlanta, yeah. and uh, she's up near her dad and everything, and with her husband who's still cheating on her, and they broke all the fucking time and shit. And then Kevin Junior's no looker, so I, he doesn't look great. So like, she's like, damn, maybe, maybe I should have gone on tour instead of having this baby. And she. <laughs> I, that's that's what it is, Nadia. Yeah. Is that she says she has no regrets, but I think she has, I think she regrets having her son. Now I'm not saying she doesn't love her son, right? Obviously mm-hmm. she does, but I think she, if she could go back, she wouldn't. She wouldn't sure. have her son. She wouldn't get married to that dude, and she would have went on tour. And maybe they would have just, they just would have gone on tour. But we know Atlanta bitches stick together, so the Braxtons right. could do a tribute anytime in Atlanta, anytime they want to. They're always yes. at Candy's house. They all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. And Tracy feels stuck and she feels like they lost communication with her. But I was like, I don't know, man. Like, did they lose communication with you or were they like working? Yeah. She's, she's singing her shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Like in Sister Act 2. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Singing does not. <laughs> Singing does not put food on the table. <laughs> oh my goodness, God, that young Lauren Hill. Oh my God, you let mama me one more time. Sister Act Two is such a different move from Sister Act One. <laughs> I've never seen Sister Act One. I've only seen Sister Act Two. You only need to see Sister Act One is fine. It's just not even the same genre. Sister Act Two is a black movie, <laughs> right? It's a black movie. Yes. Yes. Sister Act One is not. <laughs> But in Sister Act One, Whoopi Goldberg is on the is a mob mobster's girlfriend, and she sees the wrong thing, so she goes on the run and she hides in a nunnery. And so they think that she's a nun transfer, Sister Mary Clarence from a different nunnery, and she's mm-hmm. hiding there. Yeah. And she does do like they do sing, don't because she's because she used to sing, and right. in her old life she was like a nightclub singer. So they yeah. do sing. They do a lot of like. Uh, they do a lot of like Motown stuff, except they change it from your boyfriend to God. Mm-hmm. So, so the movie is funny. It's just, it's not Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2 is a black movie. We def- I definitely saw it off a fucking bootleg. I definitely, <laughs> my mom loves fucking bootlegs because she doesn't like to go to movies. She doesn't like to be in the dark <laughs> with strangers. So like, I grew up watching bootlegs, not at Blockbuster bootlegs. And so like, that's a black ass movie. And it's so, mm, I gotta watch. You know what? I might cry if I watch it. I mean, I, I, I'm feeling the need to do a rewatch of Sister Act 2 now. Yeah. Remember when Lauren Hill used to be on time to things? Yeah. yeah. Poor that. Yeah. <laughs> and that last, when they do that last bit, where they're like, teacher says, take off the robes. Teacher says, take off the robes. Take off your robes. Take off your robes. <laughs> God, that was I a moment to... in cinematic history. I used to see that. You down with G.O.D.? Oh my god. And you know what? Sister Act 2 and the Fighting Temptations got a lot in fucking common. A I lot. I need to rewatch the Fighting Temptations. You gotta watch the Fighting Temptations. Cuba Gooden Jr., Beyonce, when she used to talk to us. Remember? Yeah. Beyonce used yeah. to speak to us. Beyonce used to go on like UPN shows to guess. <laughs> when she had that kind of like curly braid. Yes. Mm-hmm. She had that forever. She had Her. those Michael braids. 
and it yes. was wet and wavy. You yes. used to wet it up, put some mousse. Okay. All right. I'm telling my age. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hell to fucking take out. You you basically were taking out all your fucking hair when you let go of those fucking braids. Yeah. Start you might over as well fresh. not even do it. <laughs> might as well might as well just cut it off, shave it right on off and start <laughs> <Yes>. over, babe. <laughs> but yeah, like the Sister Act 2 and Fighting Temptations, they have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And so but when we're talking about like Tracy, Tracy feels left out. Tracy yes. feels like the black sheep. And she's always felt like that. Did even talk? She her and her and Tamar, she gets physical with Tamar a lot in a way. Yes. yes. Actually, after this, it's seasons later, a couple seasons later, the most recent season, they are at a wedding of some sort, and Tracy has been drinking. Tamar's there. Mm-hmm. Tracy goes and she's mad about something. They, they didn't announce her name right or something up front. Mm-hmm. She goes in the back to change her shoes. Tamar comes back there. There's no, we all we hear is audio. Mm-hmm. Tamar comes back there and says, Hey, Trey Ray, what's wrong? And Tracy, I believe Tracy puts her hands on her. Everyone says Tracy put her hands on her. Tracy says she didn't. Everyone else was like trying to claw Tracy off of her. She mm-hmm. like physically assaults Tamar. Yes, Tracy's the one that'll fight. Yeah, she'll fight. <laughs> and so, but there's something with Tamar. There's something with fucking Tamar that they've had forever in a day. So mm-hmm. the reason they're all arguing right this second when when they get on the show is that they did a sh- they were doing a walkout of the show. Yes, they wanted more money on the Braxtons from WeTV. Yes, they. Uh, Tawanda says that she found out that crew members made more money than she did damn yeah and it when she laid it out i was like okay that makes sense because what would happen is they would have them shooting they got paid per episode so they would have them shooting like seven days and the crew member got paid by the hour right but if you should if you had to shoot for seven days and keep in mind everybody's fucking late you're just sitting around you have to Mm -hmm. shoot for seven days once you do your hourly it's like bullshit right so once she said that i was like okay i see how that could happen to you Mm -hmm. um so they all decide they're not going to go to work. They're going to negotiate WeTV by not showing up to work. Everybody decides that. Then after everybody decides that, Tracy goes to work. <laughs> yes. And there was like a weird season. Was that the season Phaedra was randomly on? That's the exact episode. <laughs> yeah. That's the exact episode because none of the other ladies showed up. So mm-hmm. they had Tracy go do research quote-unquote for her tequila brand and phaedra <laughs> shows up and some other people from vh1 and and you know black phaedra's not from vh1 but you know what i'm talking about yeah. uh i can't remember but probably like carly red was there you know like <laughs> just the usual suspect you gotta bring carly red to the function yeah they didn't get jocelyn because jocelyn fights but they got some other people <laughs> <laughs> remember that do you do you watch Love and Hip Hop? I did watch like Atlanta, like the the early seasons. And I do remember that season where Jocelyn whooped everyone's ass on that stage. That's exactly they came they, and they made them talk about it afterwards. And everybody was like, "Well, we're all in gowns and heels. Why'd she show up in sneakers?" <laughs> I was like, "Cause she came to fucking fight you. That's why." I think the next year they all had to have the reunion in separate places because everyone's like, I'm not kidding. This stays with Jocelyn. She just went one by one and she just whooped everyone's ass. I know. I was like, you didn't see her vaseline up her face in the fucking back. That bitch is from the streets. 
<laughs> That's another one I wouldn't want to fight. She grew oh, up on the streets no. of Puerto Rico. Her um, mother pimped her out. As her a mother child. as a child. No. She, she's listen, strippers fight to the fucking death. And she is one of the ones that fight to the death. I'm not talking about. You know, we can talk about different like levels of strippers and different places. You know, I'll get all P Valley up in here if you want to. But I'm saying Jocelyn came up from the fucking streets, from the gutter. She's yes. been doing everything she can to stay to keep herself alive since she was fucking 14 years old. And yes. if she gets mad at you, she is going to fucking fight you. So if she yes. shows up in Tim's with Vaseline, you need to leave. Go right yes. now. <laughs> Yes, yes. But they didn't invite Jocelyn uh, for obvious reasons. So, <laughs> so that's that season. That season where Phaedra shows up in the Braxton's, you're like, why the fuck is she here? Because no one else would film. Now, the issue is, is that if none of them film, they couldn't film shit. Right. But Tracy shows up and they all, they're all like, why would you go, Tracy? I don't understand where you go. Because she's broke. Yes, Tracy said, I needed the money. Yeah. She doesn't sing background for Tony. And right. she's not as close as Tony as the rest of you guys are. Mm -hmm. And I think she's the breadwinner of her family at this point. And yes. she's she's like, you don't... When she told Ayanla, if you don't work, you don't get paid. I was like, yeah. So yeah. why y'all acting like y'all don't understand? Yes. she's She has the least of everyone. Yes. And because she's so removed from Tony... Mm -hmm. Everyone still revolves around Tony. So Tony's getting to go to Grammys and Oscars because everybody wants her to sing Unbreak My Heart somewhere. She's, yes. She's doing all of that. And so they get to go anyway. She's right. on Instagram. She sees that Tawanda is in uh, fucking Italy mm -hmm. again. And she, yeah. just, she feels shitty about it. Right. So that's why everyone's so upset. So we start off there like, we're going to go to Ayanla and we're going to talk about her feelings. And the first thing we see is, is Tawanda talking to Tamar, like trying to get the um the pre-interview packet done. Yes. And it is so funny because I was like, why do you have to write that down, Tawanda? Well, because Tawanda's the responsible one. Oh, I know. Guys, if you've never seen the show, underneath each of the sisters, they'll put like which one? They'll be like the wild one, the party girl. Uh, Tony is the star. The star. What's uh Tamar's? Tamar is the diva. The diva. Okay, well that's for true. And Tracy so, is the wild card. Yeah, because on the so fucking route. It's like they didn't know what to put for Tracy. You know that, and I know that. Yes. They didn't know what to do with Tracy. Oh, by the way, guys, Tony is obviously the older sister, right? Yes. She keeps every. She's had everybody in her back. She has to take mm -hmm. care of her entire family. She has to. You know, anytime somebody liked about to get cut off, who they call Tony? They call Tony. Right. And she's like, bitch, I'm going bankrupt. I can't do this. She's, she's in charge of everything. And right. But Tony is also a piece of work. Yep. Um, Tony in the first season says, she's like, well, Tracy, I think you just feel better if you lost some weight. We need to stop pretending like it's cute that you look like that. And I heard me yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, just... We're at dinner and you're just like, hey, yeah. I know you think you're cute, but you're not. This you're fat. Yes, very Tony. She's the her and she has like a it she's image contest, obviously, because she's a star. So yeah, she kind of lords over the other ones in a way. 
Yeah. And she she always tells talking to Tamar about her mouth. But I just remember yes. this one time Tamar was like, You need to apologize. And Tony was like, I'm never gonna apologize to you. Never. Never <laughs> in life. She's like, never, never, never. never. I, she was just sitting at the table. And I just was like, oh shit. Yeah. She's like, I'm the oldest. You're yeah. the baby. Yeah. Don't ever fucking check me. Like she <laughs> almost shit. started singing never to her. It was so fucking like, damn, okay. <laughs> But and you know Tamar is about to cry and shit and she's like never never in life <laughs> keep waiting on it. <laughs> but she's a bit of a piece of work and is she still with Birdman? You know I, I try to forget that she made that decision. It was so weird. Why would she do that? I don't know, but I remember at the time when we first started getting scenes of her and Birdman, <laughs> I was like. I was like, um, y'all don't even like y'all never met each other before in your lives. Right. Y'all are not together. There's no fucking way you're together. No, because Tony's ex-husband is like the keyboard player from Mint Condition. That's right. He's like, he's kind of got, I think he has long hair now, but he had like a wet and wavy look, you know, for an 80s did. musician. Uh-huh. Like his name is Carrie. Yep. So how do you go from that to Birdman? Girl, girl. <laughs> to a man named Baby. Okay? <laughs> and he is not one. And he is not one. And he's got a... I'm trying to look it up, but I put Baby in there and I shouldn't have because of fucking Baby Face. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> There's no way. No, they are not married yet. I think they're still saying they're together. They don't even look right together. No, I've never seen them together. It makes no sense. So I tweeted, like, for some fucking reason... My dumbass tweet, I was like, they don't even like they know each other. Why did I immediately get bombarded with a bunch of fucking ads from people who had things like in their bio, checking anybody to ever say anything about Tony Braxton ever in life? And I was like, what? This is weird. Not a 50-year-old woman came for you. Like They had to be. (laughs) To to be standing Tony Braxton like that, they had to be in their 50s. So I was like, this is weird. And they were like, Oh, so you just want to talk about a queen because you ain't nobody. Let's. I was like, okay, okay. Well, I'm sorry. They pulled over in their <laughs> Nissan Maxima. They had the phone, you know, the phone case where it's like a wallet and it's all in one. They flapped that open and they let you know a thing or two. Yes, they did. Their they were on their way to pick up their grandbaby, and they were like, "Hold up, she'll wait." Because I'm about to let this bitch. Know. I'm about to cuss a bitch out. I I'm was... on my way to Bible study, but I'm gonna don't you ever talk about Tony Braxton. Yeah, I I got sciatica, but I'll be fine because I'm about to let this bitch. Know. <laughs> That's what. So I made the mistake. I had to end up fucking deleting the fucking tweet because they was coming for me. Okay, and but like they're not married. I think they're still together, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. You think that's a PR thing? But who? For whom? I who, know. who does that help? Who does that fucking help? The thing is, is that I don't have to put my foot down. There is a difference between a relationship for PR and a PR relationship. A right. PR relationship only exists in PR. Like, we don't fuck. We don't see each other unless we out walking around trying to get papped. That's that's a PR relationship. Mm-hmm. A relationship for PR is a relationship I engage with you, but I do it because it, it elevates me. Right. So we do have sex. We might get married. You might have kids. We might, but I'm with you because there's a certain status in the two of us being together. Right. When people say someone has a PR relationship and they got married for PR, I'm like, 
No, they got married for a lot of reasons. Nobody gets married just. No. Like, I don't even like this person. No, that's not how. They don't have three kids with somebody like that. That's not. No. No. But so that tracks for Tony and Birdman because I don't, we don't ever see them together. So it tracks that they will be a PR relationship. Like we only are around each other for PR. We don't, we don't do it or nothing like that. Well, Tony Braxton needs a new PR representative because I could think of 10 men that would be better suited for her career than Birdman. She could have. Oh, she can't date Babyface? Babyface is married and not to Pebbles, baby, but he is married. (laughs) Probably married to a 22-year-old white woman. (laughs) (laughs) Like fucking Eddie Murphy. Every time I see Eddie Murphy, he's with a younger and younger white lady. And I'm like, what you are going you to talk jail, about sir. With, that, with this white woman who was born in 1996. What do y'all talk about? And he gets some pregnant. I'm like, Eddie, please stop. <laughs> After you got Scary Spice pregnant, you should have got a vasectomy. That was wild. You, can you, he was doing interviews where he was like, I don't know whose baby that is. Can <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> he was like, when that baby comes out, and we figure out who the father is, then I'll talk about it. Eddie Murphy was fucking Roxy from 106 and Park. Oh, God. That makes <laughs> sense. She was fucking everybody. Didn't she break up Lisa Ray's marriage? <laughs> Didn't she go down to the Bahamas? No, Dwayne up- Martin fucked up Lisa Ray's marriage. Well, Dwayne Martin was uh, <laughs> was a was a part of it. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and he fucked up his own marriage, too. So that's why Tisha out here running around. <laughs> I think I saw something and it was like, they don't even have $5. I was like, Tisha, we got $5? Like, Damn, they didn't have nothing. Damn, Gina, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Roxy has been out and about in these streets, okay? She's been fucking up a lot of people's marriages. I saw I saw a TikTok, and I'm sure this is very old, but it, it tickled the fuck out of me where someone was like, I won't break up a happy home, but I'll fuck up an apartment. And they're like, if you and what they basically mean is that if you're not married, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nicole, I mean Nicole Murphy, she'll fuck up a happy home too. Oh God. Nicole Murphy, she did uh Leo Rashawn's husband. Damn. And then I saw a picture of Leah Rashawn. Like, listen, obviously we all age, we all but remember Leah Rashawn used to be like yeah she's was yeah the, the feminine ideal so she was yeah. known for her body and for being beautiful and stuff and so when that came out and they would be like you know nicole murphy's fucking up people marriages specifically leah rashad and then they have a picture of like why would y'all use that picture though no, don't do her like that don't do her like that and then a lot of people were like good because look at her she's gained weight she's gotten old i'm like okay that's what they say in sickness and the health. Like, however my body changes, you're still not right. allowed to go and fuck around on me. And like, have you ever taken a good look at Anthony Antoine Fourquois? No, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky that he's with her. She was when a I realized, I remember when I remember her name was when I realized her name was Lisa Rashawn Fourquois, and I was like, "What is going on here? What the fuck is this?" Stop putting that man's name at the end of your name. Don't do <laughs> that. If you're don't famous. Do that. But I don't even know why we're talking. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're 
we're talking about the fact that part of why Tracy is upset with with the family is because they all went down to Atlanta and they were like circling around Tony and like so they're like in the mix kind of and to Tracy that looks like a really good life right yeah so they all get to Ayanla and she comes out to meet with them like it tracks how they arrive Trina Tawana and Mama uh, Miss E arrive Uh, oh well let's they actually call her mommy yeah you know what my husband and his sisters still call their mom mommy I my can't husband, with that. My I husband can't. won't do it. Like he just refers to as her. Or sometimes he'll be like my mother. But I know real bad he wants to say mommy in front of me, but he's but he knows I'm waiting. He knows I'm fucking waiting so I can like blow that shit up. I have not called my parents mommy or daddy since I was a child. I know, but they still do it. And it's like, you know what I think it has a lot to do with? Mm-hmm. Um, the Braxton's are very churchy. Yes. And I think my husband's family is very churchy as well. And mm-hmm. I think that has something to do with it a little bit. Um, very Clark sisters. <laughs> Not the Clark sisters. That's another family that needs. They need help, too. That's another messy family. I saw the Lifetime movie because I don't know a lot about them. And I was shocked at every turn. I was like, and what? And Oh, oh. And this happened? Yeah. Like, when that, damn. Who, I can't remember whose husband it was pushed the mama down. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> People were commenting on his Facebook. Why are you, push, why are you pushing Dr. Danny <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And so th- that's a, you're right. It's exactly that type of family. I think that's what the mommy comes from. I yeah. call my mom mama, and I always yeah. have. And to and my husband says, well, that's like you know, that's like babyish, but I, I don't know that she's been mama to me all, all my life, or ma, mama or ma, one of the two. And yeah. so, but but I'm sorry, it's not mommy. So don't yeah. don't and come it's the for way me. they they say it, they're like mommy, like they become like little girls. I know. You know what? When Trina was talking about her oral transaction, the, the first time she says it, her mother's there. She's like, excuse me, mommy, cover your ears. So then I had an oral transaction. <laughs> I was like, what? Trina? <laughs> oh, Miss E don't want to hear about that. I don't want to no. hear about that. And so I'm sure Miss E has never had an oral transaction. Before. I'm sure. That's why Braxton was laying it low and spreading it wide. Was, <laughs> I'm not going to blame Miss E for that. I'm not. because Apparently, he was sleeping with a lot of people at his church. Oh, my God. Braxton. It wasn't just the one he married, who he calls Miss something. Oh, they, I remember Tony was like, Miss whatever, we wanted to spit on you and hit you. <laughs> and they were being so like polite. They were like, we want to spit on you. I, yeah, they did. The, I, I I can imagine though, because he was like, um, you know, like he was one of those part-time pastors that also works a job and also sleeps with everybody at the church, you know? Yes. And so they were used to going to church all the time and and their mother had just kind of raised them to be a certain way and mm-hmm. and it was just really hard. Um, but yeah, Miss E, um, Trina and Tawana all show up together. Uh, Tamar and Tony show up together. Tamar and Tony are the most famous of the sisters. Yes. And they actually have a lot in common and they get along pretty well. Yes. Well, because Tamar's the baby. Tamar's the baby and, and Tony's the oldest. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, there's such an age difference in between them. 
I remember the first season of the Braxtons. Um, I think Tony's trying to get back together with Carrie. And yes. Tony got that Tam- ponytail. Yeah. Tony comes, <laughs> Tamar comes over and Carrie's leaving. And she starts singing about how Tony is fucking her baby dad. <laughs> yes. She gets on that fucking piano and then she goes, uh, where your socks at? And she looks down and Tony's not wearing any socks. And then she makes a little lyric about how he knocked her socks off. <laughs> they are so fucking funny when they were just together. Yes. They're so funny. Um, so they come in, you know, doing their superstar stuff. And then Tracy shows up with her daddy, which is true. She's the only one that still speaks regularly to her daddy. Yes. Um, Trina has been mad at her dad for fucking 25 years because at her first wedding, the wedding, she ain't even married to that motherfucker no more. But oh the first God, yeah. wedding, she wanted to, she he, he wouldn't come because she invited him and he was married to the new lady and she said he could not bring his wife. Yes, and he did not walk her down the aisle and she's very upset about that. But, she, but here's the thing. You put him in a very strange position. Yes. You it's not that he was dating her. He was married to her. Married you, to this lady. Yeah. And you said he do not bring her. And if my husband left somewhere and was like, but you can't come because they don't like you over there, <laughs> I would be pissed. Right. Because he got to go home and live with this woman. Yeah. And so he decided not to come, which I think is a hard decision anyway. I really wish someone had talked to Trina and been like, you cannot tell someone they can come to your wedding, but their spouse cannot. That's right. You are, you are effectively disinviting him. And do you want him not to show up to your wedding? Right. I, I think is they feel very loyal to Miss Evelyn. Why wouldn't they be? Because their dad was sleeping with several people at the church. Yes. Their mother yes. raised them. T- yes. Tamar talks about how he would um he would leave at six in the morning, wouldn't come out till mid come back till midnight. She AM. Yeah, she's 12, like till 12. AM. 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 <laughs> so like, why wouldn't they be loyal to her? Their mother's their everything. Yes. She taught them how to sing. Yeah. Everything. She's the one that kept their kids when they was on fucking tour. Uh, yeah. she took them down I just thought I just thought of Tawanda's ex-husband the one who wanted to write a book and didn't have no job oh my god the bald headed guy the bald headed guy when they ain't first got no get, job. he don't have no job when they first get on this show it is so obvious that every man that shows up on the screen needs to go absolutely including absolutely. Vince <laughs> including Vince they all are with the worst man there's never been a good man in the Braxton family. No. So then they get so upset if one of them talks about another one's man. But I'm like, y'all all got shit taste. Yeah. Y'all, like, we don't know who you're going to bring. One of my sister-in-laws has married, like, umpteen white men. <laughs> and I don't care if they're white, but they all got crazy eyes. And they all end up calling us racial slurs at some point. And then she gets upset, not to our faces, but, like, to her. Right. And she calls us and tells us. And I'm like, okay, well, you've got to break up now because I'm coming to Thanksgiving. I'm turning the fuck up. You better <laughs> not be there. You better not be there because I'm not, no one's going to be comfortable in this room. But it's like, every time we go to a family function, it's another white man with crazy eyes. And I just have to be like, okay, 
my husband is at the point, he's like, I don't learn no names. I he said, I gotta see him three times before I learn names because <laughs> I'm not doing that. And so, so like, but that's how I feel like every event with the Braxtons is, is that yes, we don't know what men are gonna show up and we don't think they're gonna be here next time either. So don't worry right. about it. Right. <laughs> oh, um, so they all get in there and Ayanla comes and she introduces herself and she asks, you know, she shows deference to Miss E. Yes. Um, Miss E is two years older than Ayanla. And I thought yes. I find that very interesting because Miss E looks a lot older, even though she's in a red jumpsuit with a sparkle belt. Yes. She's also snatched. <laughs> she's also snatched. Do you? Okay. I don't know how much on TikTok you are, but there is a, a woman who has a shih tzu named princess who she puts clothes on and is constantly <laughs> talking to this dog as if that's her daughter you know what i'm fucking talking about and she always like puts a, a weave and she the puts a hair. weave on the dog yeah. one time there was an older dog outside she called him an r kelly ass dog i was like princess yeah. can't come out to play right now you need to get on yes <laughs> okay yes when miss he has her bang on she reminds me of princess that dog when she puts the but she puts the weave because she's always got a swoop. Always got a swoop over she her. Always has, she's always hiding that eye. Yeah. So she's got she her has swoop. Like, she has small eyes. She kind of squints. Yes, yes. It's like you can't ever really see her. She you can't like, see her. She's wearing a red jumpsuit and a sparkle belt. <laughs> I'm just like, Miss E, where did you think you were going today, babe? Where did you think you were going? <laughs> yes, she has an air of she is like basically the same age as Iana Vanzant, but she says the way she Iana gives deference to her as the matriarch of the family. I think they knew they had to do that, though. I think it was very right. clear. That yeah. would not work. And the thing about Miss E is she reminds me a lot of my own grandmother. So <laughs> okay. My grandma's not as like cold as Miss Evelyn can be, but is a beginning where Iana's like, you need to commit to being here and not leaving. Uh-huh. And when she's like, I'm not committing to that. No. And I'm like, that's my grandma. Except she would have been like, hold up, I'm getting a phone call, actually. <laughs> I can't say if I'll be there. I might have to leave early um, because they need me at the church. Okay, so your grandma had props. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, was, yes. she came prepared. <laughs> she would have had her Bluetooth in the whole time. And she's also divorced. And the way Evelyn was rolling her eyes every time her ex-husband talked, that's really what's going to be happening at Thanksgiving when my grandparents are together. Well, the thing about it is that she, they later have Evelyn and Braxton um, do a, you know, kind of one, like together with Ayanla. And she's like, are y'all still mad at each other? And Miss E says, no. And I'm like, yes, you fucking are. She, she goes, do you still love him? And she goes, no. And he literally looked at her like, you don't love me? Like, Yeah. She said her husband died. The <laughs> husband she had died. She don't know who this man is. And she don't want to know him. And you know, he's like, what? <laughs> like, he can't believe that she said that. She, she probably tells him she's a widow. <laughs> she won't look at him. No, she won't look at him. She's like, she she is like disgusted by him. <laughs> yeah. And so like the when he when I first watched this and he was there, I was like, what is he doing there? You know Miss E don't want nothing to do with him. No. 
He barely says three words. I think they asked him to come to to like because uh, as the parents of these of of you know right. these fighting sisters or whatever. Right. But Ayala asked them why they're there. They all act like they don't know. They all like I don't know why I'm here. Who knows? Yeah. And this just will not work in my family. First of all, we'd have been screaming out our grievances as Ayala walked in the door. We'd be like, they got you here. I'm <laughs> making like, There's no fucking way we would allow that to happen. They start talking about the elephant in the room. Tracy thinks they are calling her an elephant. <laughs> she is- Here's the thing about Tracy. God rest her soul. She's very literal. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's just another thing. It's just she's another like, thing. Call she's me like New York in that. <laughs> she's like New York when that lady's like break a leg. And she's like, I'm not gonna break a leg. <laughs> like that's Tracy. Exactly. But the thing, the thing is that she's getting madder and madder. And I'm like, Tracy, they let no one called you an elephant. And she's so fucking mad. And she tells Ayanna she's numb to everything that's going I'm on. Numb. And I don't Ayanna's like. This doesn't look numb. You look very upset. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm numb to these sisters and what they do and what they say. Um, she takes everything so personally. Yes. And I think that's from... So it... The birth order is Tony, Tracy, Tawanda's the perfect middle child. Michael's after Tony, but we don't count okay. him because Michael, Michael goes to work and comes home and lives his life over there. He don't do all that. And yeah. so, so it goes, Tony, Tracy, Tawanda is the perfect middle child, Trina, and then Tamar. Yes. And if you think about it, all that makes sense. Yes. Um, And I think Tracy really feels like, from a child, like, I, I think to- Tamar, being the youngs and being spoiled, has always been a problem for Tracy. Yes. Tamar's also lighter than most of them. Mm-hmm. I think she's the lightest of them all. I know that's not like, I'm sure that they, they're not doing anything consciously, but there is something about her. Yes. They let Tamar get away with bloody murder. Actually, <laughs> I just know. realized why we can't find the episodes of Ayala Fix for Life. Right. Because on, on that so they did the exact that everybody's filming at the same time kind of like when jessica simpson and uh ashley simpson would like meet up while they were both filming and yes. their camera <laughs> it's like that <laughs> so on ayanla's show on fix my life they talked about tamar being violated by a member of the church when she was a child got it yes and tamar didn't tell them that one of the sisters told him that. And I okay. remember this later, Tamar going live and like being like, my sisters did this and my sister did that. And one of them is that they told the production about Tamar. Okay. And Tamar didn't. And so even though they talk about it and Tamar does participate in that conversation, as far as I can remember, I remember her being very upset and later on the T being that like, she didn't know they were going to be talking about that because she didn't tell them about that and one of her sisters did. Right. Okay. And I would be angry as well. Me too. Right. Yes. That's- also, that's something to admit. Tamar, she, I think she was also in an abusive relationship before Vince. Yes. yes. So she is, she is a woman who's experienced physical abuse. 
Right. She's been through so much. And so the reason that, that came in my mind is because Tamar was very young. She's lighter than they are. She's very spoiled. Uh, she uh, was a cute kid from the beginning. And and she always she didn't always feel protected. And from Tracy's view, she was always protected. Everyone loved her and wanted, you know, she mm-hmm. always got the best and always did, and she's allowed to do all kinds of things that Tracy would never be allowed to do. Miss right. E beats children. I tell you that because she threatened <laughs> to beat up. She didn't she start to slap the taste out of Tamar's mouth uh, mouth one day when Tamar was like 35? Yes. And she probably would have. I think she would have. When Ta- when she gets mad, um, Miss E is very scary. Yeah, when she goes, I got you. Yeah. Her eyes get all narrow yeah. and stuff. I don't want to do that. My mom, <laughs> no. when she gets mad, her lips disappear. And I used to always talk about like her lips getting to one little line. And yes. her lips, and I don't like it. <laughs> like, they ball that lip up. Yeah, my mom's lips. And the same with E's eyes. Like, I was like, no. Her, look at her eyes. Got all tight. No, 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 no. I don't oh, want to no, deal with no. that. I thought so, I was going to get a spanking. <laughs> I know. Because she gets upset here. So, like, they're doing all this talking. And, and oh, they talk about growing up. And like I said, they're so fun when they're just playing together. Right. Even as adults, they're so funny. Mm-hmm. Um. And they t- even Tracy, who's like not really wanting to talk, talks about how she put a wave nouveau in Tamar's hair. And it all fell out. That's a jerry curl. Yeah. And she said the next day her mother tried to put it in braids and the braids just came off. <laughs> yeah. And they were all laughing. <laughs> Tamar was not laughing. Bad. But Tracy was saying that she had felt terrible because it was picture day. Right. And so she looked really, I want to see that picture day picture. I want to see it, but, but still, um, so you talk about that. And this is the part where you're talking about where Miss E, Ayala's basically like, so you guys, she, she makes them talk about the things that they, that their family taught them, the values and things, and which are all things we, I think you're black, you grew up in a black family. Mm -hmm. I did too. And we don't tell our business outside this house is, has been day one a one like yes yes i probably first heard that when i was like five yeah and it didn't have to be bad business either like if my mom heard me detailing what i'd eaten for dinner the night before even that she'd be like why are you giving all that information to that person right Uh, that's we don't talk about what we do at home right and so they talk about that they call it the covered wagon they talk about the the values they've been taught and ayana Ayanla says, raise your hand if you violated these. Mm-hmm. And most of them raised their hand. We're like, yes, right. absolutely. We don't, we have been, the one that stuck out to me was the love, even when you don't like someone. That is a big thing. And I was like, I don't know about that. It's so hard. Because I'm someone, I I guess because I actually like my family. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I don't, I, I'm not. Like, if I don't like someone, I definitely don't love them. So. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's more like in the moment, like someone's being annoying to you in the moment. So you don't really like them right now, but you still love them and treat them like you love them, but they don't do that. So that's when I analyze, like, I I want a commitment from you guys. And I guess it's partly because they get into arguments and run off from each other. So I want a commitment. And then Miss E is like, you don't need no commitment from me. I, I'm not going to be, 
No, get off of me. Get off of, get off of me. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. And it's like, okay, like that's when my grandma came out. Like, uh-uh. But I like that Ayanna didn't let her get like just slide on that. Because I think a lot of people, you know how it is, black community, elders, we just we be like, okay. They don't want I would have said yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Leave grandma alone. She said she don't want to. So leave her alone. <laughs> like, but Ayala kept pushing her. She was like, okay, so you're a yes, you're a yes, you're a yes, you're a no, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, yes. Um I do think Miss E needed to be there because I believe that all of their, their dynamics stem from her and her relationship with him. Yes. Yes, totally. I mean, how else did they learn how to be sisters from from you? Do you Tony talks they about act just like you. Yeah, and they act just like you. Tony talks about how when she was 13 her mother got really sick. She fell down and she had to stay in the hospital for some time. Mm-hmm. And she just became the mother. Her father was off working and she just, she'd already been kind of the little mother, but she really became the mother at that point. Mm-hmm. And like, the thing is, thank God Tony was there to help, but y'all put her in that position. She's 13. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she can't heat up some food and like, you know, make sure Tamar goes to bed on time. But she's not to be a mother for six weeks. That's not no. what she's supposed to do. No. Y'all should have called a sister or a cousin or a grandma to come down here and help. Like, right. not, not, not and, Tony. Yeah. And she also said, oh, God, Tony said that when she got her deal, because Tony used to play the piano. That's what Tony, Tony used to play the piano. And she used to like do a lot of like uh, background vocals and things like that. And she was in church groups. And that's the only place she was allowed to sing. Um, she do background vocals for gospel stuff. She said when she got her deal, her parents were angry at her. Yes, because they wanted a deal for all the sisters. I know. And so, and Tracy was the only one who told her to go. Maybe. And she, Tony tells the story over and over again and very different in all different types of mediums about how that conversation with Tracy was what told her to leave. She went, this is, she went to Atlanta and she, yes. you know, started recording with baby face and like LA Reed and all that. And yeah. the family later followed her. And so that's really interesting that they were angry at her. And yet she has been pulling them on her back since ever since, then. Yes. ever since like constantly. Oh my God. I just, remembered because i was thinking about how miss e comes to take care of tony's kids and does stuff mm-hmm. like this logan ran over miss e remember <laughs> you remember do you remember that episode logan ran over miss e in a golf cart or something yeah. and then showed the footage and i am dying <laughs> she just goes down he rolls right over her and she has to go to the hospital. Oh yes. And all yes. the sisters are mad. And they're mad at Logan and, and Tamar is mad at them. <laughs> and Logan's just a little boy. He's so little. He didn't know. Like, Miss E was there taking care of Logan. Yes. <laughs> for much of his early years. That's how she, that's how, that's why she's so mad at Vince. Because she was right there when all that shit was happening. Yes. Yeah, so like 
you know, if Tony hadn't taken that, y'all were so mad at her. If Tony hadn't taken that, y'all would have been like, who who knows where the fuck y'all be? Y'all would just been looking around at each other. Yeah, y'all all be having a fucking accent like Trina, wherever the fuck she got that from. <laughs> she would be doing the same thing, but you wouldn't have a nice bag. And if yeah. you're going to be miserable, you yeah. might as well have a nice bag. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a lot of them would still be with that first dude that we saw them with because exactly. they couldn't afford to leave him. That's why. Right. right. At least you could, now you can divorce them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are married because they can't afford not to be. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I remember one time me and Mr. Curtis were about to break up. We was no, I was gonna say we wasn't married. We've always been married since the day we've been married since like a one day one because we're stupid. So, <laughs> but I remember I was like, I cannot afford this cable bill by myself. So, like, if I break up with him, I'm going. This is before streaming, so I was just not gonna be watching TV, and I just felt like maybe we could work it out. So, that's like a tom and Kristen with the cell phone bill absolutely that made me scream where she was like but we're on the same plan mr curtis put me on his plan almost immediately almost i never so by by i like i never had like uh like a plan like with a i only had like prepaid phones before that because I was like, my credit is shitty. I'm not even going there to try this shit. I like, I never had a phone out of a box. I always had used shit. He's he put me on his plan like almost immediately and gave me a new phone because he worked at T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. We used to have the, we don't have any more. We used to have the hell of a fucking deal. But um, and I remember someone being like, oh, he's in love with you. <laughs> and I was like, why? They were like, he got on a fucking phone plan with you. He I know. You're better than me because if I I told my mom if I got married, do I have to put my husband as my beneficiary? Because I don't put you. <laughs> well, I just feel like the husband can take care of himself. My mama is really important. <laughs> I don't want. I don't care if I am married. I don't want you in my money. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. My husband. Now that we've been married for so long, he is everything on everything. But for a long time, my dad was like my in case of emergency even while i was married i was like i don't know where he's gonna be we could break up any moment now please call my dad i don't know you like that (laughs) i know we've been married for three years but still we're still getting to know each other sir (laughs) you will not be my emergency contact exactly this actually reminds of do you remember when miss e was gonna get married to that man what was his name mr bussy what was his name i don't know but they was calling him mr so i was like y'all don't y'all don't even know him well enough to call him by his first name <laughs> but up until the like they were planning the wedding and miss e was just like oh i don't know i don't think i'm gonna do that <laughs> she did not want to be married to, to nobody why would she, was, she? why would no, she she not doesn't at her age. To tony's bought her house She's doing, uh, that's another reason I think Miss E was a little annoyed with Ayanla because she kept going, God will fix us. Um, Miss E does life coaching similar to what Ayanla does. What? Yeah, no, I mean, she doesn't like say, not on my watch and slap a table, but she, she, through her church and stuff, she does life coaching with people. Miss Evelyn, I say this with all due respect. (laughs) Mom, you can't teach me a damn thing. <laughs> you can't teach what you don't know, baby. So. <laughs> no. And so I think that's why it's a little frictiony. I think that's part of it. Right. Because she's like, yeah. she's about to come up and show me up on my with my own family. Yeah, hell no. 
Yeah. So they all agree. So on day two, they all agree to be back there at 11. That's what they, that's what they've agreed to. And then yeah. they each got call sheets because, you know, just because we agreed to be here at 11, production is different, you know. So production tells you what time to be there. What happens is that people are late. Yes. Really late. So late that they have to break for lunch. Um, for lunch. And then they come back and they still late. Yes. Tamar is two hours late, over two hours late. And in the day one, Tamar and Iyala already have like kind of gotten into it. I see. Because Tamar doesn't, what I'm saying, I think Tamar doesn't like people to tell her about herself. Yes. Because she, she says like she's acting out or something or she wants attention, but she's not saying it in a negative way. She's basically trying to explain to the sisters why Tamar acts the way she does. Right, because like, already she's doing her neck rolling and her, her she popping. She won't stop moving. She, she won't, won't stop, stop moving. I'm like, what is going on with her? It's is like it, she's got ants in her pants. I felt like this was like a um, a, uh, a pharmaceutical thing. Yeah. It felt yeah. like that's what was going on. Um, And so, yeah, they do get into it. And she keeps saying that Oh, but the the she wants attention is the second day because she's she's saying she's being called names. So right. there, so Ayala is very angry about this because <laughs> yeah. um Mama had to eat in her car. Mama has been ready. Mama's been snatched yes. up in that fucking Iron Maiden shit she got on his yes. for hours and hours. And she comes. She down ate there. in her lap. Yeah, she's I ate in the car because I was supposed to be here at a certain time. So that's what. Which listen, I can respect that. Right, I can respect that. I understand we're making a TV show, time change, but we, like, you are supposed to be here. And Tony was like, I was on time. And she was like, what time are you supposed to be here? She's like, I think it was like uh, 1.30. And they're like, yeah. what time did you get here? Quarter or two. Then you wasn't on time, Tony. <laughs> and Missy Allen, she does not like, she does not like to feel like you came on her show and you disrespected her. She will not stand. No. And keep in mind, they were supposed to do earlier, but then Tony said she had an appointment because th they say this about Tony all the time. Tony will be like, I got an appointment and just not come to things. Right. Because she can get away with it because she's the most famous one. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. And and some people were speculating that it was about lupus. I was like, I don't know, but this is on your calendar. Why right. do you have an appointment on the next exactly. day? Exactly. Like, who's your assistant? It's not Tawanda anymore. It's got to be somebody. Well, Tawanda was on time. Yeah, Tawanda's on time. And <laughs> Trina talks about this. Part of the problem with the show is that Tawanda, Tracy, and Trina are the ones that do the most filming. Because yes. Tamar does... Oh, girl, do you remember that time Tracy tried to go see Tamar on her set and Tamar saw her and drove past her and almost hit her with her car? <laughs> That is so Tamar. Tamar so and Tony mean. are the divas. They're not going to show up on time. Tony no. does probably the least fit, least amount of filming. The least. She just yeah. shows up at the end of the episode. And so, um, and then, but Tamar takes a big offense at this. Yeah. That she was late. She keeps trying to say that she's done her commitment. She doesn't have all her business done. And which <laughs> means that you were hours late, babe. You were yes. hours late. Doing God knows what, because she's dressed up like an extra from the Survivor music video. <laughs> this, this is true, but this is the third day when she comes in with those fucking 
eyelashes. That's the third day. But on the second day she shows up, she is just she's wearing a blue, a baby oh, blue shirt. This is not today, Satan. This is not today, Satan. And the whole time Ayanla is giving him a dressing gown, it basically says, if you say a commitment, you need to be there. I'm here. I'm not too good to eat in the corner when it's and wait till it's my turn to do the thing. I don't know why you're too good to do it. The whole time, uh, Tamar is swinging her neck and going, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. And Ayanna is basically like, I'm talking about you, girl. I'm talking about you. You. And, and she's blinking her eyes. It's like she, once again, she cannot stop moving. She's like, she's fidgeting, but with like an a attitude. Broken robot. Yes. <laughs> like a robot you spray water on, and now they're like short circuiting. Yes. So Ayanna storms out. Tony's outside on the phone again. She is not on time. You're outside on the phone. Talking and to whom? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Talking about setting up a, a a residency at a casino of some sort in yeah. New Jersey. That's definitely what she's doing. And yeah. so, so she, um, as Ayanna leaves, yes. Tony goes, what's happening? What's happening? And Ayanna, she's throwing herself in the truck stands up like you know how you, the door's open she's standing on like the little part of the suv leaning yes. over the door saying talk to each other and find out what happened <laughs> one thing about her is she will leave she will get in that lincoln navigator and push it absolutely i don't know who i don't know who in production's in charge of driving her but they know to be on call because yes. she's going because she'll so, go i don't have to be here yeah i'm healed i did my work i did don't my work call beloved. here you Don't have to do the here. work. Uh-huh. You asked me to come here to fix you. You asked me to come here. You wrote me. You wrote me the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she, um, the third day they come back. And Ayanla tells us that they like, because remember on the first day, they were like, oh, I don't know if we want to say what we need to say because um we don't want to hurt our mother's feelings. And she yeah. asked Miss E for permission for the children to tell the truth even if it hurts her feelings, the yeah. truth of their experience. So she comes back. She's like, you know, they argue and fight and they run off, but I'm here to show them that people can be mad at each other and we can still work together. I'm like, okay, yeah. good one. You was really mad yesterday. You was not doing the exercise. And you pushed it. Yeah, you <laughs> pushed it. Okay, babe, you left. Did you commit? Because you was gone. And so she comes in and Tamar walks in again. <laughs> I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. <laughs> she's she's on that beach with Destiny's Child, okay? Yes. And She, she looks shows, crazy. She looks like <laughs> She's in this jumpsuit. Even Twardo was like, I don't know what she's wearing. Everyone has on nice clothes and she's got on like a, it's like a t-shirt almost. It's like It's weird. It's weird. She looks like Jocelyn coming to the ring and we will be people asses. So immediately when she sits down, she tells uh, Trina that her eyelashes are messed up and rips her eyelashes off her face <laughs> and starts to do her makeup and Trina lets her Yeah. and but as Ayanna's coming in this is what Tamar's doing and I'm like Tamar came in barely said hi to anyone and just started working on Trina's eyelashes I'm like she's she's discombobulated she's upset yeah. she, this is yeah. Yeah. And this is the part where Ayanna's talking about what happened the day before. Tony's claiming she was on time. Tony can't tell time because that's not on time, Tony. And mm -hmm. Tamar is saying 
that the reason that she, this is why she hates we tv and magical elves <laughs> magical elves is a production company right yeah okay because at first i was like what the fuck is she high what happened <laughs> what else tape for her so she gets up she's like punching her hands and like this is why this is why this is why and she's like i don't fuck with we tv and i'm like every time i've seen you besides on the real has been on we tv <laughs> what are you talking about you do another season of this show, then another show. And everyone, everyone is just sitting there looking at her. Like, this is what she does. Yeah, they're all just looking at her. And Ayanla finally says, is somebody like, who's in charge of that? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is this, y'all just let her do this? Y'all let her do this? And that's when Miss E gets scary. Yes. Um... I absolutely believe Miss E will hit an adult child. Um, yes. We can argue about spanking all we want to, but we can all agree that at a certain age, there is no such thing as spanking. You are fighting a child. Is what yes. Doing. Okay? Yes. Um, we all know there's a line there. And so, and Tamar's 40. So yes. <laughs> you will be fighting her, not yes. disciplining her. So I don't know yes. what the fuck. <laughs> Tamar is a grown woman. She has a child of her own. Yeah. You can't hear. Remember when Tamar had her kid and she was like, she's such a fucking terror all her fucking life, right? The other girls who had kids. And then she had a kid and she was like, I can't come because of Logan. And they were like, when we said we couldn't come because of our kids, you called us losers. You, <laughs> you said we weren't dedicated. That's why we'll never be successful in life. And she's like, well, I didn't know. <laughs> She's been like a decade terrorizing them. Yes. <laughs> and so she had a kid. She was like, oh, okay, I see. I see what y'all talking about. <laughs> There's a whole fight, second season maybe, where um Tawanda, her kids' first day of school is Tawanda lived in Atlanta for a long ass time yes. while they were filming this shit. And it's mostly in LA. And her kids' first day of school is the next day. They're supposed to be doing a, a tribute. So they're doing like a, they're practicing and she has to leave that night to take the red eye to go home to have her kids go to school. And Tamar is like, so we just not going to practice. What about that man that's at the house? He can't take him to school. <laughs> oh, school is more important. What grade are they in? Listen, we need to rehearse. If y'all don't want to rehearse, then I'm not like, it was so to the point where Tamar starts like Tawanda's gonna fight her. Tamar starts crying, goes out to the car, puts on a pair of sunglasses, looks like New York and Flavor of Love with the sunglasses on. And she's just like that, 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 that scene where New York's sitting on the uh, couch, I mean on the bed that everybody yeah. uses as a meme. And like, she looks that's just Tamar. like Tamar. Yes, that's what Tamar looks like. And they have to call Vince. Like Trina has to call Vince to speak to Tamar because she's crying in the car. And she's yeah. so upset because Tawanda is basically like, I am going home. Like, we're not even getting paid. We're just doing a tribute at an award show where Tony's getting an award. And that's right. the only reason they asked us to do it anyway, by the way. And, right. and you are losing your fucking mind. You think you're Debbie Allen and fame. You got your little <laughs> leg warmers. You got a stick. And you're over here yelling at people. <laughs> And Tamar is like that about everything. Everything. There's a there's a 
in one season, so Tamar's starting to get like a little shine, okay? Mm-hmm. She started, she she's getting nominated for awards and everything on her third fucking record deal, basically pushed by this reality show. Yeah. Um, like she, I think she was nominated for a Grammy that year. She um, might have been, yes. She was getting a lot of stuff. Um, her and Kay Michelle was fighting every day. Remember that? Wait. I'm trying to remember. They used to be arguing on the internet non-fucking-stop. I don't know what fucking happened, but her and Kay Michelle used to fight constantly and used oh to like, meet up at award shows and fight. Not like physically fight, but, be, but like have words. Argue. Yeah. So Tamar's on tour. She, did, she hasn't had the kid yet. Maybe she has. And she's doing that song about sugar, right? Where she's like shaking her ass and being all ratchet because that's what she wants yeah. to do. Remember, men don't want to do it. She want to do it. So the girls decide that as a surprise to her, they're going to come on stage mm-hmm. and be her backup dancers. But when Tamar realizes they're on stage, she gets so mad. She throws a water bottle at them <laughs> and screams. And later she's like, I did not throw a water bottle at you. And they keep replaying her throwing a water bottle over and over again. And she's <laughs> like, she said that's part of her act. Like she drinks it and then she gets it off the stage. She throws it. I'm like, no, you are okay. <laughs> Who are you, Patty LaBelle, taking your shoe off? <laughs> you think she's Patty? And so, so like, this is like Tamar always has something, right? With, mm-hmm. and so the way she's acting, the way she's fussing, the way she's going at her, she says uh, Ayana is calling her names. <laughs> Much like, remember the day before, Tracy couldn't figure out that they weren't calling her a fucking elephant? It's very much the same, where Ayana's just describing her behavior. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, why are you calling me names? Yeah. Because Ayana, she has called people names. Oh, girl. She, <laughs> I, I, if Ayana was actually a therapist, her license would be suspended. She, she called, has done a lot of shit she ain't supposed to do. <laughs> she called Nephi, Keisha Cole's sister, a <gasps> bitch. Nephi! <laughs> oh that was such a good two-parter and i also should watch keisha cole's show again oh frankie's died oh shit. oh my god rest in peace frankie rest in peace, Frankie. that's a mother that's a mother frankie's that's like a mother for your ass <laughs> <laughs> frankie's one of those um we all know um a drug addict or someone with those types of struggles that they just been in those struggles for 40 fucking years they just yes. Sometimes they up, sometimes they down. Sometimes they sober. Sometimes they show up to the family reunion, uh, literally smoking crack. <laughs> like yes. it, it doesn't. Yes. It, it, it's we don't know. They lost all the kids a long time ago. We don't talk about that. No. <laughs> but but and all you, I can say is I never boarded any of my kids. And it's like okay. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is that you never expect anything to happen to them because year after year. So either they up or they down, but they they still fucking around. Right. And so when Frankie died, I, I was, was devastated. I was devastated. But she and because she, that's the thing was it about drugs? people who smoke crack is that they stick around for a long time. They do, and um, it just we've all known. So I I I'm typing. I'm trying to figure out how Frankie died. I don't want to talk about Frankie Grande. Okay, Frankie. We're talking about Frankie Lyons. <laughs> Keisha, Frankie Keisha Cole mama. <laughs> oh, Frankie Lons. She passed away. In, oh. And this is this is a while ago though. She was 61. Mm-hmm. She died of multiple drug intoxication. So it was drugs. And she just yeah. 
she's been through so much like yes. but yeah oh nephi's been through so much nephi's baby died i forgot about she was on her way to church. She woke her baby up and her baby was dead. I have to oh put a content warning on this shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And like, yes. She, 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 oh my God. Frankie, like, Nephi's been through so much. And remember, Keisha's light skin, talented, got adopted by a family that, that has yeah. a daddy and they go to church and they're actually like, you know. She has a possible Italian father. Yeah. She got a pop. That's right. <laughs> That's right, because Frankie Frankie don't know everything. <laughs> Frankie does not know who any of the men that father her children are, but she has a, like a ballpark. And did she name Neff? Is Neffy's Nefertiti? Is Nefertiria. Nefertiria. <laughs> yes, Frankie goes. Keisha Cole's husband. Keisha Cole. Keisha's daddy was an Italian man, and he owned a bar. And I was like, Did you steal that from Calac Records? Because that's what <laughs> happened to Etta James. That's who her daddy was. <laughs> Maybe no, dude, listen. <laughs> Everything Frankie, we don't be we don't be taking what Frankie say fucking seriously. No, I don't even think Keisha takes it seriously. She was like, okay, sure. No, and like, but the thing about Frankie and Keisha, Keisha has an adoptive mother who I think knew them, right? So she's, she's like a family friend. Yes. So so they've all she's always known Frankie and everything. So Keisha has stability in her life. Yes. So even though obviously she loves Frankie and Frankie be doing the wildest shit. Unlike Nephi, Keisha has a base to go back to. Yes. It doesn't affect, and Nephi, like I've seen Frankie fight Nephi. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She loved Nephi to fight Nephi. put all her stuff in garbage bags. <laughs> and Frankie was so mad. Oh my god, I gotta rewatch this fucking show. <laughs> Keisha hated that show. She hated it. <laughs> because Frankie and Nephi, and then Frankie and Nephi got their own show. Yes, they did. Damn. But yeah, Ayana said all kinds of shit. She called Nephi a bitch. A uh, gutter snipe. Oh yeah, a gutter snipe. <laughs> and her, um, her her man, I don't know if it's her baby daddy or not because Solo. Solo. <laughs> Solo was out in a field crying in a sweater. Speaking like, to the ground. Who would have sound? Made him, lay him on the ground. He's like, he's hyperventilating and shit. Nephi is like, I don't know what, what his problem is. I don't, I don't know why he's crying. Iana <laughs> that made T.O. Terrell Owens, a football player, scream into a hole. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Terrell Owens' daddy was a married man, lived across the street, and his mother was like a teenage girl. Yes. And, he and the had... whole time I was like, are we going to talk about the, the elephant in the room? <laughs> Who are you talking about, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's like, I'm not an elephant. <laughs> but yeah, she was like 17 or something. Yes, and he was an adult married man with a wife. He lived and across the street. They were so mad at that little girl about what a grown-ass man did with her, got her pregnant. T.O. grew up across the street from his fucking daddy and didn't know it. Yes, he long, liked... Then when, then when he yes. didn't know it, he never... His dad didn't acknowledge him. Yes, it's because he liked one of the... the his sister. He didn't oh. know it was his sister. Oh, my God. And then they were like, that's your daddy. <laughs> oh my God. And so and he's across the street just looking. 
Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, that man doesn't talk to me. Oh my fucking God. That's how I found that out. Ayala fixed my life. Sheree yeah. was on Ayala. Yes. With uh, Bob Whitfield. Yes. I remember she was like, Sheree, you don't have a house. She was like, <laughs> you don't have a house. <laughs> and Sheree was like, yes, I yes, do. I do. Yes, I do. I have a house and a, and a fashion line. and, and <laughs> I want to, actually, I don't. I, but if I could be as delusional as Sheree is for one day, like, God. Sheree, I didn't realize this until recently. Sheree had her oldest daughter when she was in the eighth grade and has never been back to school. And oh my god, you mean to me, Sheree can't like do fractions? Sheree can't do like fractions and stuff. You're not surprised, you're not surprised because <laughs> when I heard, it, I was like, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. She grew up in like you know, the, the streets of I think it was Cleveland. She's lower middle class, got pregnant in eighth grade, had to drop out of school. Oh my god, um, Bob this makes her so much, up, right. So she's so, never read like to kill a mockingbird. I can't take that. It's true. And so <laughs> she gets she gets with Bob Whitfield, who went to Stanford, right? Yes. And he's got all this money. He lives in Atlanta. He plays for the team. You know, Atlanta loves its own. Atlanta yes. loves its own. And so suddenly she's got the come up of the of the century. She's got money. She's she's throwing parties where Nene can't get in. Yes. <laughs> she's doing Nene's being interviewed on the side of the street. Oh my God. Oh my god. Uh fucking Kim. My name's there. Nene's isn't. Nene's isn't. <laughs> oh, that and, explains so much about Sheree. Her and Kim got ready at a gas station. They got they put their clothes on at a gas station in a Jeep. I remember this episode so fucking <laughs> much. Oh my fucking God. And the whole time Nene's like, bitch, you look good. You look skinny. You look great. And <laughs> Bitch, Ron, you look good. Yeah, she's wearing like a, a leather, a leather, a leather like mini skirt. It's, uh, and then they can't get in. But this, so Sheree, when she's not letting Nene in, right? And mm-hmm. she's she and she's like Bob Whitfield's wife and known and stuff. She's at the most power she'll ever have in her life. God, she's only gone down from there. She's only gone down. That was that was the height. And if she had not tried to build. Chateau Charest, right? And she did that because she got she had to leave that house that, that she yeah. was with Bob. And when they came and filmed her, her kids were sleeping on mattresses on the floor. She took her son to play it again sports to buy football gear. That's where my parents went to buy my brother football gear. No, she That's fell. Was like, this lady ain't got no money. She, she Phaedra. Remember Phaedra was trying to get her a check? Yeah. Phaedra, the worst lawyer in the world. Uh Ten percent of the reason so Bobby Brown been to jail so many times, Phaedra. <laughs> so, I'm starting to question if Phaedra is really a lawyer. I don't know. I just know that Bobby Brown in his book, which he didn't, he definitely didn't write. Somebody sent me this thing about uh, they know the person who ghost wrote Bobby Brown's book, and basically Bobby Brown didn't even read the book. He had to write it on his own. Like the dude was had to like kind of figure out how to write it because Bobby Brown never showed up. But Bobby yes. Brown in his book says. I think I went to jail because Phaedra, my lawyer Phaedra, wanted to be on TV so bad. And I was like, well, partially. Well, also, you, you did do all the things you were accused of. Yeah, you so. did do. But Bobby Brown's been through a lot of shit. Bobby Brown's had two children die. Yeah. Love of his life, Whitney died. Regard, we could talk about the, whether the relationship was healthy or not. But those motherfuckers loved each other. Okay. Yes. 
somebody should have got them away from each other, but they loved each other. Two of his yeah. kids died. He had somebody as a child. He had a friend shot in front of him. Yes. I think LaPrincia, which is uh, his oldest daughter, is not doing well. Um, please don't have me lying on LaPrincia, but last time I heard, she uh, she had some addiction issues. And oh. just like his son, just like Bobby Christina. Um, yeah. Like, basically, I'm just sad as fuck now. And this is because we started talking about fucking Frankie and Nephi. <laughs> We gotta go back to the Braxtons. We can't we can't save them all. We can't save them all. So (laughs) but the thing that's triggering Tamar is that she says, Ayanla says, what do we do with this behavior? And Tamar hears that she has a behavior problem. Yes. Which is not what she said. Yes. How Um, do we do with this behavior? Yeah. And they talk also. They also give Tamar a chance to talk because she Ayanla thinks that like part of the reason she acts like this is that as the youngest, she was abandoned. Her father, mm-hmm. her father was working and then gone out of the house. Her her siblings are so much older. They were up and gone, married, mm-hmm. figured out when by the time when she was coming up, and she feels abandoned. She feels alone. And I think at this point they do talk about the issue where she was violated and Mm -hmm. like it's just um even then as they're trying to understand tim they're like oh i'm sorry tamar that this that you feel that way and ayana's like well she's trying she just wants to be seen you're like you guys think she Mm -hmm. was spoiled but she was the youngest Mm -hmm. and and so she wants to be seen and tamar's like see call him with the names saying i want to be seen i don't want to be seen and what she are you wiggles to say? her neck at us. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be seen. Abandoned. Now you call me abandoned. <laughs> like, okay. She's like, you singled me out. You prejudged me. We don't even know me. I don't even know why Tamar wants to argue about this. No. She was late as fuck. She is. Ayana's calling her abusive. Tamar's like, you know what Tamar looks like? Tamar looks like um, there's a substitute teacher. Uh, she's being bad in class. The teacher's like, you need to sit down. You, she's like, no, you need to sit down. because You're not you're, even a teacher. You're not even a teacher. Call my mama. Go ahead. I don't care. What, that's what she <laughs> You called me a name. You called me a name. You're not supposed to do that. You're a teacher. You don't even know me. Like, you don't even know me. It's that. And then her mom, like, you know, I don't know. She, her mom's basically like, stop it. Stop it now. She's like, stop it or I'm going to slap you. Basically. Yeah. And she would have. And yes. Tamar ends up going outside to the car. And Ayanla, this reminds me, I used to work for Geico. And I remember this one time I was talking to somebody and they didn't like what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And they hung up the phone on me. But I, was unsure if they hung up the phone with me. So I called them back mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, this is Princess and Geico. We just got disconnected. It was like, no, I hung up on you, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> my badge is checking. <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble with like, cause sometimes they listen to the call. And I was like, oh, they're going to think I hung up on them. But the person I right. called was like, you have the audacity to call me back after I hung up on you. And that's what happened with Ayanla. Tamar walked out 
And Ayanla goes to the car and knocks on the car. <laughs> hey, Mar. Where are you going? Where are you going? Are you leaving? Oh, and- I didn't know. You need a moment? Whatever that is. <laughs> Tamar doesn't even roll down the window. She's yelling through. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. Okay, you need a break. Why did you send a PA out there? Ayanla's what? trolling her. She's a bit of a troll. Ayanla's a fucking troll. She's like, well, I didn't know. So now that I, I do know, know I'll give you a know. break. <laughs> That's all I wanted to know, Miss Tamar. Like, she is a troll. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I wrote this down in my notes. Because we talked a bit about the one-on-ones that they did with Tracy mm-hmm. and... Uh, the others, although Trina and Tawanda didn't get in the one on one, they had to be together. That's fine. They were holding hands. <laughs> I was like, "You bitches are sick." <laughs> but Ayana asked a really dumb question. She says, "How come Tamar can do a show with Vince and Tony can go on tour, but why won't y'all let Tracy film Braxton Family Values?" I was like, "That's the dumbest question. It's not the same." The yes. she said, "We're all trying to negotiate." And she said she wasn't going to go to work. And mm-hmm. then she did and didn't tell anybody. Right. That's why they're mad. It has nothing to do. Like if Tracy did go off and do a, a solo album, she she did. She did all kinds of things. And I think she made some money for it. And she seemed happy. And she said, but, and no one begrudged her that. In this particular instance, we made an agreement. You said yes to my face and did something behind my back. Right, and we're standing together. Right. So I was like, "Young, why are you asking that dumbass question? This doesn't have nothing to do with side shit. It really doesn't. Because they don't really care about that. No, and also, like, they don't like Tamar had her own show either. That also broke them up. They were so fucking mad when Tamar got that show. Um, Did Trina get a show about her bar? No, bar chicks. What a terrible idea hot chicks that i hire out for bars as i'm not i was like so you're a catering business like that's isn't that what that is when you when you hire staff for a catering event aren't they always hot they don't send ugly people (laughs) trina wanted to drink and wear a fun t-shirt yeah that's it and i was like then she had that little bar which she called bar chicks i was like so is this a bar for only chicks like why would you call it this the theme of the bar is that it's a bar yeah, the theme of the bar is a bar, and we have hot chicks. So you mean you have bartenders because they don't hire ugly bartenders. I used to be a bartender. I used to work in hospitality. It's one of the few jobs in which people will judge you based on what you look like. Wow, and decide whether or not you can work. It's and and that's fine. They don't do that in insurance. They do that in this openly too. Um, and so like I was like. Yeah, they they hire hot people to bartend. They don't they don't go. Let me go find some ugly people. Yeah, it's so bad. But like, I don't know. They all got to do. Th- oh, remember when Tracy wanted to open that hair salon and they didn't want to invest in it. Oh. They didn't have any money to invest. They didn't have any money. Also, Tracy was broke. They didn't trust her ass. And I, I, the way Tony was shaking her hand, I was thinking, I too don't want to be invested in a fucking hair salon. No, that's <laughs> horrible. She's don't like, I make a lot of bad, I make a lot of bad investment decisions. This ain't going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. At least I can eat off of my Gucci plates. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
they do say something that's really interesting to me. They Ayanlis, and I don't know if this is true, okay, but I found it interesting that she said that she said that Tamar and Miss E are the same person, and mm-hmm. that Tamar um is the physical manifestation of Miss E's feelings. I and, feel like she's the physical manifestation of the whole family's feelings. Yeah, I feel like she's the one that will say the thing that everybody's not saying, mm-hmm. which is good, but also bad. Sometimes people aren't saying things on purpose, Tamar. I had to learn that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I I actually had a meeting this week where I, where, where I was saying stuff that people were not saying on purpose. Why am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry, I can't hear you tell a lie and just not correct it. I have to be like, no, that's actually not true. <laughs> It just happened. Everyone was mad at me. They, the one guy was like, I, I can speak for myself, princess. Well, you weren't speaking. And so like, <laughs> someone literally said something about you that is a lie that we have talked about many times and you were going to let that shit slide. And I, so I said, no, that's not true. And then everyone looked at him and he was like, Ooh. I'm like, okay, well, I, this is why, you know, I was raised by loud women. We don't be quiet. We just start yelling <laughs> shit out. <laughs> I would do fine in the Braxtons. I'd be right there yelling. So, oh my god, you would have um, gotten into it with Tamar many times. All the time, I would have gotten into it with Tamar because first of all, Tamar, you're not going to comment on my appearance. Tamar comments on everyone's appearance. Yes. Um, she is. Uh, she used to tan, and I yeah. think also bleach. Tony tans too. Tony tans, but like. The, th- the thing is, is that the reason people do spray tanning on brown skin is because it changes everything. Like yes. it, it gives you dimensions. It really makes you look skinnier and stuff. But I think Tamar also bleaches. Yeah. There's been some times I was like, Tamar, why do you look like that? She can get a little Michael Jackson-y. The nose helps. It yes. Helps. Um, also the Muppet thing, she has these big eyelashes uh, this Miss Piggy wig on, and like, and also she always Chris- has the wrong lipstick color. Yes, yes. Although I thought her lips look pretty good in this one. Um, yes, but she yes. she loves a light, light pink, and I'm like, that's yes. not for you. The thing is, Chris Brown's high as shit. Like, why you care if he calls you Chris Brown? Who cares what he says? I think he was just mad because y'all was saying you can't beat women. I think that's what he was saying. He's like, and- how? dare you he was like how dare you that's i be one hobbies. woman one time and then well, every I, other woman i've been with since and yes. so <laughs> and my mama and, and my mama oh, he, what he did he do he like hit her with a hat he busted out the windows of her car at fucking rehab after jesus breezy mom official <laughs> she's like that's my baby <laughs> sure he bought her she's got a new face too yeah she does yeah she does (laughs) and so like but i'm looking at these lashes and shit you do like a muppet yeah is it but miss piggy's a badass bitch so don't worry about miss piggy yeah she used to shake that kermit around yeah it's fine (laughs) um so they end up getting all back together right Mm mm-hmm um, and they go to a white table. I don't know nothing about church, but they said that has something to do with a with a church passage where you show up and do your confessions. Okay. Well, it's there, it's like communion. So communion, my church did this like 
every fourth Sunday. Oh. Um, but it's like a reenactment of the Last Supper. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to scream. Okay. So in the Bible, right before Jesus dies, they have the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. He washes everyone's feet. He breaks the bread. He said, this is my bread. This is my body that's been broken for you. They eat the bread. Then he takes wine and he goes, this is my blood that I've shed for you. And then he drinks it. And then the next day he's crucified. So I think Catholic churches may do it every Sunday, but the church I went to, we did it the fourth Sunday. And some churches do it the first Sunday. They pull out a table that says, do this in remembrance of me. They pass out little wafers and grape juice. Oh my God. And they reenact, they basically say that line again. And in the black church, the deaconesses, the deacon's wives will wear all white. Oh. Imagine <laughs> throwing a dinner party and doing a little drama, doing a little speech, and then you die the next day. And that's all anybody fucking remembers that time that you was <laughs> washing feet and talking about drink this wine like it's my body. <laughs> like I can't tell you how many toasts I've given that I didn't fucking mean. And like <laughs> Yes. And I would be scared to do it sometimes because the church I grew up in, they would like, they'd be like, if you drink this and do this and you aren't right with God, you're putting damnation onto your soul. Oh my God. Time you're like, what? So if you get a little shot of Welch's and, and you're not ready? It's- I don't, they said damnation will be on you. Of course, nobody wants to be the one. Oh, don't hand it to me. I'm not right with God. I don't want to be damned. But right, because then they're gonna be like, "Why? So spill? Why aren't you right with God? What happened?" <laughs> yes. Oh God. I'm like, am I right with God? I don't want to be damned. <laughs> so that's what. Maybe you don't know. Sometimes you don't even know if you're right with God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes, God sometimes. is going to get eight year old me because I drank <laughs> expired grape juice. You know, the day after I like said a cuss word, like, <laughs> and uh, and you also you don't forget you ate that little cracker thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah. <laughs> my parents are pretty like religious now, and I always tell them I was like, because my mom was at some event, and I was like, why aren't you at home? She's like, well, I have to go to to serve food at this event. It's called Church Kids Rock. And I said, thank God that you got churchy when I got older because I would not be funny because I would have been at this corny fucking events with you where church kids rock or whatever the fuck. And I was like, thank fucking God you neglected me and (laughs) fucked up all the time when I was a kid because I I wouldn't be funny today. And she was like, bye. (laughs) Yes. Before church, my mom would make us watch Bible Man. What is that? <laughs> it's Batman, but he defeats demons and the devil through Bible verses. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I tell someone about my religious upbringing, they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Were you allowed to watch like were you allowed to watch like Simpsons and No, I couldn't <laughs> even watch um Brace Face because she got a period. Oh my goodness. Mom said she was too grown. Well, people were getting their period. Okay, all right. (laughs) She's too grown. But then I was like, well, ain't I gonna get one of these? Well, when you get yours, you're gonna be too grown too. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
So you would have been a kid I was corrupting on my street. Because I always had some church kids that I was like, being like, come on, let's watch The Simpsons. It's going to be fine. Like, <laughs> no. They'd be like, my mom said, I can't play with you anymore. Why? Because <laughs> you were you teaching me how to steal cookies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So... <laughs> What about so does the confessions have because you know Ayana loves a prop and not all her props make sense. So does this make sense to the confession no, part? No. no, so there is no confession, it's just communion. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. I don't really know what Ayana was doing because that's not communion. I think she was just tired and wanted to sit down. Well, she does give a Bible verse from James, yes, that says like confess your sins to one another and like. That's one of the later books of the Bible where it's like letters that people wrote to like early churches during Christianity. I am and so the- fucking impressed with you right now. <laughs> like, I am- Listen, I, I my, when I was in college, well, I took a intro to Christian thought and doctrine class. Like it was mm-hmm. just like, a, it was like a historical view of like the beginning of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I got a hundred on those tests, <laughs> My teacher was like, how do you know? They were like, we're going to learn about Abraham. And people were like, who is that? And I was like, oh, Abraham. Right. Okay. So. I'm just like really impressed by this. Um, I know that it's coming from summer after summer, Sunday after Sunday, conference after conference. I know it's coming from like, I'm you put really in your about To blow your mind because I know the biblical meaning of Tamar's name. What? What's the okay so so wait 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 wait. are they all named like they're not Tawanda's not in the bible no Tawanda's not in the bible okay (laughs) neither it's Trina Trina hates her name by the way she wanted to be named (laughs) Tiffany and I was like this is why they keep calling you weird (laughs) well okay so what's the biblical um importance of Tamar it means bitter oh (laughs) it's like I can't remember exactly. I think it's the Old Testament and it's like some woman had a baby she didn't want and she was like, I call that baby bitter. Fuck that baby. Oh, no. And I remember as a kid being like, why would they name her that? Oh, no. Uh... That was my, like, somebody may correct me, but that's what I learned growing up. That's what came on it. And if this is true, like, so if this is true, Tamar knows that because she grew up churchy, so she knows. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't know, because that is not something that people know. A lot of times people go to church and they don't know what the hell's in the Bible or anything. That's true. But because I was, because I am the way I am, I read, I like, I read the Bible. So I know like stuff that nobody knows, like- that your average person going to church would not know because wow. I'm such an overachiever. <laughs> so that's why I know that. You. Do you like use this a lot? Um, In therapy, when I <laughs> talk about what's wrong with me. Okay. All right. I just want to see if like, it was, it was like, I just want to see if it was like an important part of your everyday conversation. Yeah, well, it's why I know about like hoteps and stuff like that. So uh, I can like know about that stuff. Yeah. So they like all give a confession at this point. 
I don't know yeah. why, but they decide to. And the confessions are just things like Braxton says he didn't give emotional support to his daughter. Trina says she deliberately stepped back because she felt judged by the family, but she mm-hmm. was also judging them. Mm-hmm. And also she's still mad at her parents, put her in the middle of divorce. Miss E says she confesses to putting her children in the middle of divorce. I was like, Trina just said that. Are you just repeating what Trina said? Because you're not even, I don't even think she was there. Yeah, she's Evelyn's like, I'm just going to confess to what everyone's already talked about. Yeah, because she's like, I'm not doing no new confessions. Tony says she loves her family, but doesn't necessarily love them. I don't know what Tawanda confessed to. Tawanda's like, I'm sorry, I... I don't know. Tawanda's the most boring. She is, which is probably why <laughs> we like her the most in real life. We'd be like, oh my Actually, God, that Tamar's is shit, but Tawanda, she's cool. Tawanda would piss me off because in the first season of the Braxton, she had pigtails. Ah! <laughs> That's true. I remember those fucking pigtails. She had a wig and pigtails. She did. It made me so mad. <laughs> why? She was too old for that know. shit? She was too old. I was like, why does this grown ass woman have um, yeah. pigtails? Yeah, they're in their 30s. And they're well, Tawanda's about to be 40 in, in the first couple of years. Yes, seasons. she's a grown lady. She's a grown fucking lady with a deadbeat husband who can't even get the kids to the first day of school. She should have left him so many fucking times. But so what happens is Tamar does her confession. Mm-hmm. I don't know what fucking happened in that car. Okay. I don't know who she called. I don't know what PA talked to her. I don't fucking know. But she is like a damn ready to burst. And she does. She starts crying and talking about how she hasn't been a good sister. She's been selfish. How much she loves Tracy. I mean, just really promising to be better. And all these different things. And I remember at the time. So Tamar, as always, people have always had a problem with her behavior. Okay. Everybody says it. It's the main thing. And she's thought of like is with the shits at all times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the consensus online, I think I even think I guys, I still watch Funky Dineva. I'm sorry. I do. <laughs> Funky Dineva. Remember, Funky Dineva was in a fight with Tamar for a long ass time. Who hasn't Tamar- Funky Dineva gotten into it with? Listen, Funky Dineva put on a wig and say the wildest shit. So <laughs> But I like Quentin a lot. I really, yes. I mean, he's, he sometimes I'm like, no, 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 no. You're on the wrong side of history with that. But yeah, I like Quentin when he's like being serious. I'm like, okay, I see you. I like, you have a lot of insight, but yes. um, the consensus was that Tamar was faking because really? by the, yeah, by the time this started rolling out, she was already tweeting it on Instagram talking about like, our family betrayed her and she's always left out and she's all, and they do these things to her and she can't trust them. So how was your impression of Tamar's breakdown? It made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was faking. I feel like she was having like a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I again I felt it was pharmaceutical. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Because a minute ago you were ready to fight Miss Ayanla in the parking lot. And now yeah. you back in here, you're crying all hard. I don't know who you talked to on the phone. I don't know what you took in the car or what wore off or what. 
but your soul now you're just an open fucking wound yes i i don't know i i think you're right to feel uncomfortable is it is uncomfortable sitting through that um the sisters say they think she's sincere and they think they're going to be able to move forward from here. This is pretty much the end of the, sh- the episode. Yes. I don't remember anything else happening. I think they know that Tamar is sorry and she really doesn't want to hurt them, but they know she's not going to stop. Yeah, Tony did say that she, she is who she is. She, yes. Yeah. I remember an episode where Tawanda got really upset and like broke a bunch of glasses on a table at a lunch somewhere. Mm-hmm. She was like, y'all, you care about this Tamar and no one cares about me. Da, da, da. I was like, wow, Tawanda, you almost hit mommy with those glasses. <laughs> like, why don't you just you almost hit you almost hit my mommy, Tawanda. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's interesting that Miss E and, and Braxton still I don't think they really think that they did anything to the to their kids. No, no. I don't think they did. I mean, they apologized a little bit, but I don't think they really think that. And, um, you know, parents have to figure out, like, I'm just waiting for my kids to get older and be like, remember that time at the zoo? And I'll be like, what fucking zoo? I don't even remember going to a zoo. They're like, yeah, because you was holding that ice cream and you told me I couldn't have any. And and that's why I'm doing heroin right now. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, what? I don't remember <laughs> shit of this. Like the things that you were, they're gonna remember. I will will not be significant to me. Right. And I'm practicing now because parents need to figure out how to say I did my best, and right. my best was not good enough. Yeah. And at the time, I did what I thought was right, and I made the wrong decisions. I yes. am sorry. Yes. What can I do now to help you? Because I don't. Because I hear you. I see you. You say you're hurt. I would never want you to be hurt. So whatever hurts you, I'm sorry that it happened. I take full responsibility. What can I do? That's what I. That's what my plan is when they're telling me that they're doing heroin because that time I wouldn't let them have my ice cream. But I'm gonna be like, I don't fucking remember that. <laughs> and I think that's what Miss E and Breck. They're like, oh, we worked a lot. You had a happy childhood. We did break up, but I mean, what are we supposed to do? Stay together? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Braxton gave Miss E an STD, like, and we just don't, oh. I, right? But she would never tell us that, right? She would never say that. No, I, I mean, she probably would have killed him <laughs> because oh the way she talks about him, she hates him. She doesn't like him. She, she's like, you are, you have a dirty dick. Even to this day, he's like an old man who's like a hound dog. He's been married to that lady for fucking 20, 30 years. Yes. <laughs> and he, she looks at him like, her name is Miss Wanda. Miss Wanda. Miss Wanda. Miss Wanda, we want to spit on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Wanda's not invited. I can't go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I, so in terms of me, like for this, for a Fix My Life show, I was fine with it. I was like, that's mm-hmm. fine. And this is that I want to see mess when I see this. And whether or not they they heal or not, that's up to them. That's mm-hmm. none of my business. And so, uh, but I knew at the time, I was like, this is going to, because Tamar was already tweeting. Tamar was already tweeting this time. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that... Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Tamar gets divorced right after this, or either right yes. before this. 
Yes. And, you know, she kind of goes on this journey. Even even when Miss E said that she didn't have a problem with Vince, she just needs to keep his hands off her children. Mm -hmm. Um, even then Tamar defended Vince. Yes. She she operates, she's she's in a very abused person and she kind of operates that way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is before she gets fired from the real or after? Mm. This might remember. be after. This might be after. Yeah, even then, she's still upset about that, too. She she said Lonnie, not, Lonnie Love did it to her. I believe her, but I don't know. I don't think it was easy as Lonnie Love went upstairs and was like, fire Tamar. I don't think <laughs> it was like that. I don't know. How popular is Lonnie? I just know her from that in Chelsea Handler. Yeah, I, 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 I think if we could talk to Tamar and she would be coherent, we would find that there was a, she believes that they were like undermining her production a lot. Yes, and that they contribute to. I mean, also Tamar is a lot, so I can see her being a lot on set, and there you can only take that for so long. Mm -hmm. On that episode, on that show, the last show she did, which was, if you guys get a chance, you should watch it. It's it's kind of disturbing sometimes. Yes. Some parts yes. of it. And it's not, and like Tamar makes it out that we did something to her, but it's very clearly that man. It's very yeah. clear. But he's psychologically abusing her. Yeah. And there's a point where she's supposed to be singing because she hasn't sang in a while and mm -hmm. she's supposed to be recording. And the guy's over trying to talk to her. And she, girl, she fries chicken. She goes outside with Logan. She mm -hmm. starts ironing clothes. She gets on the phone. She does everything but sing. Right. And I don't know. Watching that show, it felt like she was in a really bad place to begin with. Yes. Um, and for me, that started with this. When I watched this episode, anything we see after this, Tamar's in a weird place. Yes. Um, and and then, like, I don't know. I wonder how she's doing now. I mean, Tracy Dine must have fucked with her bad. Yes. Yes. <sighs> yeah. She's, she's very, when I was watching it, there was a scene where, like, they're throwing a party and it's going all night. And Tamar is exhausted, like, emotionally. And she goes to like sit down for a second, and the guy's like, "Why are you in here? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that?" And it's like, mm. let her breathe. Like, yeah, she's very muted, which is not. You can tell like something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, th that is it. I mean, we talked a little bit about the Braxtons. We did a lot of talking about Frankie and Nephi. Yes, <laughs> I did quickly look up the story of Tamar in the Bible. Okay, and it's extremely tragic. Oh, it's the it's the name of that baby they didn't want. <laughs> I think maybe she had a baby and called it bitter, but but what it is is she was married to a man and he was evil, and then like God killed him, and then I guess back then your brother was supposed to marry your dead your wife if you oh, died. No. Oh no! But her, <laughs> and I remember this. I read this in school. This probably, when I was like in elementary school, and this probably really fucked me up about sex. The brother. Did not ejaculate. He did not ejaculate inside of her because he didn't want her to get pregnant. Oh my god! So then he got killed by God. First of all, the Bible's messy as fuck. Okay, this is a messy shit they're talking about. This is a, a, a complete gossip rag. And two, 
why did God stop killing people because they were bad? Because we need some people killed. <laughs> and then Tamar dresses up as a prostitute why? to like seduce this man named this one of Judah in the Bible. Why she want to do that to get a baby? Because she was supposed to marry somebody else and something, something, something. So she's supposed to be burned to death, but she didn't. Listen, listen, this is a fucking reality TV show and not on Bravo. It's definitely an oxygen. It's definitely a weed. So they did not read this when they named Tamar because nothing no. good happened to this lady. <laughs> no, they didn't read that. I wonder. They might have known somebody named Tamar. Maybe you think? It's a pretty name, but like, don't name your child that. <laughs> it is. Tawanda hates her name too. I just I, myself, I wouldn't like to be named Tawanda either. I guess I just call myself Wanda. I don't. I don't like Wanda either. I know. And and your stepmama hoe, your whole stepmom that y'all hate is named Miss Wanda. Wanda. No, I wouldn't like it either. I don't think I would want to be named Tracy either with an I. That's it. Yes, Eve was all over the fucking place with these fucking names. She's like, everybody's name will start with the T. <sighs> she gave them very like cutesy names. Like, why did she name her Tony? I don't know. I think <laughs> is her name Anton. Is her name literally Tony Braxton? It may be like Antoinette. But then why did she name all the rest of them T's? Let me look up Tony Braxton and see her real name. I don't know. Her name is Tony Michelle Braxton. That is nuts. I I just have this issue with <laughs> people naming <laughs> their kids. Your kids should sound like they're all in the car going to the same place. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tony's kids' name are Diesel and Denim. I believe they're going to the same place together. But I don't know that Tony and Tawanda and Tracy with an I are going to the same place. I don't believe that. And, and Trina Tamar. and Tamar. Yeah, it's just which technically it's in Genesis. It's a Jewish name. <laughs> I don't know. People be naming their kids anyway. My name is actually Princess, and I'm just like out here, just, just. It's better than Tamar, though. Even though I still you know how many wands mm-hmm. I grew up with who were not Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> One of my brother's name is Antonio. His first name is Antonio, and I remember being someplace with him. We were younger. Um, with some Latino people, and they were like, "What the fuck is going on with this name?" And I was like, "It's like it's my mom. My mom named me that." And they were like, "I don't know, man." <laughs> you my cousin's that. name is Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> and so people call my brother Tony or Tone, and I I don't like it at all because my entire family is named. So we we go by our middle names, right? So okay. at home, you are spoken by your middle name, and so mm-hmm. I don't ever call him Tony. When people be like, "So Tony," I'm like. Who the fuck is that, man? But to be fair, he is definitely hung up on people who've called and been like, "Can I speak to Princess?" And be like, "Nobody here by that name." Click, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Uh," he's like, "Oh yeah, I fucking forgot." Here, call him back. Yeah. So, all right, tell them where they can find you because they want to find you because you were very funny and also they need Bible knowledge. People want you to look up things for them. Tell them what their name is. If you want to learn about my religious trauma, I'm working through it. I promise I'm going to therapy. I'm in a very positive space. <laughs> I am no longer afraid of the, uh, uh, the rapture. So I'm, going, I'm moving. 
I I don't think I follow you on Instagram, but I definitely follow you on, on Twitter. Yes, I'm love underscore Jones on Instagram and Twitter if it still exists. And <laughs> I'm on TikTok. Um IRL Internet Girl. Um not only am I funny, I'm hot, so follow me on TikTok. <laughs> you can She's see really me. hot. She could be one of the bar chicks. So <laughs> I'm just telling you. I could be in bar chicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for coming. I'm obviously gotta have you me. back like a million more times because I just like talking about really black shit with you. Yes. <laughs> and I always have a really good time and I just really appreciate you. Yes, thank you for having me. Anytime you need to talk about any obscure black stuff, please call me. <laughs> I I'm gonna rewatch Mary Mary and I'm come we we gotta come talk about how Erica had that song. I love God. What's wrong with you? You don't love God? <laughs> He's the original Ice Spice. Uh, <laughs> and then Tina getting on the internet and telling us she voted for Trump because of abortion. I forgot that she did that. I said, Tina, don't tell us nothing else. Just be fucking quiet. Be I quiet. need you to watch the episode where they go to Jerusalem. I'm going to. Is Gugu there? <laughs> <laughs> Their sister... Who's a grown ass woman they call Goo Goo? Goo Goo. Didn't she have like she had a mysterious boyfriend that was like, I think this man may be gay or something. She like had a mysterious boyfriend that was a grifter. And <laughs> the ladies tried to fight them. Then he tried yes. to fight Mitch. That's the white man that's always running in line. And sometimes they get mad at him and call him, well, he's such a Mitch. And they're, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to understand that they are like changing his name into like a something that rhymes with bitch or something like bitch. that yes, yes. because even but, yeah, they're supposed is- to be christians but they are they are one time tina was on stage she jumped so hard she was afraid her baby was gonna fall out so she went in the bathroom she was crying because she didn't have her <laughs> she thought she was having a miscarriage <laughs> and keep in mind the choreography was not hardcore but she said she was jumping too hard and the baby almost fell out yes and they also love a tight pant yeah. <laughs> All right, Nadia. When we're ready to talk about these ladies, I we will be back. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Princess. Anytime. Bye. Bye. Bye.